Namaste and welcome back to another episode of the Sapient. Today this is our 25th episode and we are extremely excited um, because that's that's a kind of milestone where 45% of podcasts fail. So out of 100 only 55 podcasts are able to get to 25 episodes and by some sheer luck we are here. And today <laughs> No, have, hard work. Mm-hmm, hopefully so <laughs> hopefully so and um today we have two of like our favorite guests that we have had in the past and they both are similarly like think tanks in terms of how they think about the world and the kind of experiences they, that they have had so the first guest is of course the lady that is cynthia um you know who was before he... yeah i think she has been on the episode before Mm-hmm. Just yes. kidding. <laughs> and we have the lovely Brendan, the biggest supporter of the show. So both of you, welcome. Yay. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. So like, how are you guys doing today? I'm great. I'm really awesome and amazing. I always say that when people ask me because that's how I really feel all the time, even if I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And Brendan, how are you today? Uh, for me, it's 4.30 a.m. So my answer is, yeah. screw you, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I th- no, I'm I th- pretty good. I'm, uh-huh. I don't normally get up so early before sunrise. So actually, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, <clears throat> I wasn't going to do it. And then I'm like, oh, why not? Like, yeah, it would be fun to get up that early and then mm-hmm. sit around and wait for the sun to come up. So yeah, okay. Here I am. Yeah. yeah, and after you'll feel super productive. Yes. Oh my goodness. Right. I did a podcast for the sun came up. Like how great is this day? Or I just don't have to do anything. What did you do today? Oh, I recorded a podcast. What else did you do? I recorded a podcast. Yeah. The rest of the day, I didn't do anything. Exactly. You losers were sleeping and I was recording a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And hopefully you, you, you you're falling asleep by afternoon because you wake up so early today morning. No, it's that would throw my time off. You have to stay yeah. awake. Yeah. <laughs> on, same, same. <laughs> I have a full day, so uh, that won't be happening for me either. Got it. I mean, it's it's time that Americans started to wake up early because I am tired of waking up early as an Indian. <laughs> yeah, because all the, like, I, I don't know why time was invented. <laughs> and we need to have different, like, time zones. Um, because any time that I'm doing like late evenings, um, you know, recording for, you know, like Americans, yeah. I'm screwed because I am up like, you know, 2.30 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Wow. So, yes. Oh, yeah, because we did ours in the middle of the day, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or in the evening, even, I think. And yeah, so, so that was kind of like morning for me, like 5.30, I think. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, oh. now it's my turn because I was yeah. up at three forty-five. So, <laughs> yes. So that's how I think time works <laughs> in this simulation that we are living in. Yeah, I do think I'm. I agree with you. It's fair. Uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. messed up if people people on one literally one side of the globe are working with people on the other side of the globe. The the thing is completely jacked up. So I agree. Turnabout is fair play. Any Anybody who has overseas team members, at some point they should have a day where like, we're going to do all the meetings at your normal time. You're going to have a normal day and we're going to have a weird day. Like, I agree. I agree. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I think so, that kind of exists in within United States too, where you have like different time zones and daylight savings. Like we usually only deal the worst you'd have. So there's some zones, there's some people who don't observe daylight savings. So then they would go an hour off when everybody else moves, but there could only be a difference of three hours. Those four time zones. So that's just three hours, but you know, move it over the Pacific ocean, the Atlantic ocean. And then you just obviously have way more hours. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, no, no, I had, Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say I've had clients in Australia mm-hmm. and that's fun to try to figure out. It's my 12 on a Saturday, but it's your <laughs> oh, 10 on a Sunday, like trying to sort that. It, it's real fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I once, I, I still remember uh, I had a guest on and I sent them like, um, you know, like three zero uh, three UTC, and they yeah. asked me, "Is it like uh, like Utah timings? You know, the state <laughs> Utah." Utah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Well, there's actually there's a a, a website. It's called Time Zone, I think, mm-hmm. and you can enter the time that you want, and it automatically yeah. shows you the. That was so helpful for me when I was trying to deal with different mm-hmm. time zones and making appointments with different people. And so, yeah, it's yeah. one of the things I'm so glad I don't have to really deal with too much on my podcast <laughs> anymore. Cause when I was taking clients, I did, but not anymore. So, yeah. Uh, this is a tangent, but I promise it'll relate. We had a president, <laughs> Jimmy Carter and <laughs> during president Jimmy Carter's reign, which I like Jimmy, but anyway, uh, he pushed for the metric system. The metric system did not happen in America. So mm-hmm. just like a few other countries around the world, we still have the miles and inches and feet. Uh, whereas other people have wisely moved to the metric system. The time zone, like I get confused when I have to look at this UTC stuff, it makes much more sense. Could we just not have a country centric Pacific Eastern mountain central, like grow up it's all one big globe so then we should all be using the same system of time zones mm-hmm. i know but i get americans probably feel like well we're not going to be utc plus something we're not going to have the time zone started across <laughs> around the world in europe forget that mm-hmm. like come on can't we all just be on the same time zone yeah that would be nice but we mm-hmm. can't even get them to, to not use the metric system which as an american living in canada it's really fun when they don't yeah. use that same system and I have no idea how to use theirs. Yes. I'm so glad I have Google. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I talk to like American guests, I have three things on. That is one is like currency and um, second is like weight. That is kg to pounds yeah. and then just distance. That is kilometer to my, uh, miles. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You need it. You need it. Uh, yeah. I have a, I have a little cheat sheet for measurements when I'm cooking, when they're like oh, they're mm-hmm. telling me to use grams. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Cause they weigh everything and I don't mm-hmm. want to weigh. I don't have a scale. So I'm used to cups and, and yeah. ounces. And so, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. why I think you were talking about before cups and ounces and measuring cups. Like that's a real, 
a, a, a gram, an ounce, a tablespoon, like these are real things, but time zones, it's not a real thing. It's been, it's true. It's ephemeral. You could easily yeah. just, everybody uses the same system and they've started one with the atomic clocks. So let's mm -hmm. just stick with the UTC. Yeah. And we'll all be on UTC and it'll just be plus one, plus two, plus three, whatever it is, minus mm -hmm. one, minus two. It just makes yeah. more sense. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, and it's also like, didn't Obama try to do something with daylight, um, you know, savings? Um, we, for decades now, <clears throat> the pitch for daylight savings is that it it's supposed to give farmers more daylight during the regular working day. <laughs> uh, because obviously then if they're getting up at a normal time, then they're getting up before the sun's up. But how many of those farmers are working in the dark anymore anyway? Like we have electricity, how big an issue is this? And then again, why have the rural world? Do they really need this? They probably don't. People are just used to it. I, I don't know. It, we really should probably mm -hmm. do away with it. But yeah. I, I like changes, so I think it's fun when it happens. Mm -hmm. But other people are just so <laughs> aggravated. They're so angry about when it happens. But all right. I don't care anymore now that I don't have. I don't go to school and I don't have a like a regular nine to five. So that's fine with me. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But when I was in school, definitely it was something like, oh man, <laughs> I dreaded it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but yeah, I'm way different now. So yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's really crazy because even in India, they wanted to do like two to three time zones and nobody gave absolute any shit to that. Like <laughs> it just grinded to halt. They were like, yeah, it's of no use. Like we are good with one. <laughs> yeah well it'd be nice if the whole world could uh <laughs> decide on something together and we could all agree um, that'd be oh, really nice yes but you're too optimistic <laughs> hey that's my brand i'm optimistic and positive <laughs> it'll happen <laughs> yeah hopefully so hopefully soon um yes. so like coming to a very dark topic from daylight oh. Um, right. like have you guys like, um, observed the recent, like Hawaii fire, like the fire that just burned down the city and like new surrounding to it. Uh, so I stay away from, from the news. Like I've told you before, like I'm not big on news, what, th whatever pops up in my feed, I pay more attention mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't actively watch the news or uh search out media for my own mental health mm -hmm. but i do know that that's happening because it's been it like so there's so much coverage that it, it's gone seeping into my my feeds uh in on my socials mm -hmm. and uh, you know anytime stuff like that happens it's super heartbreaking and it makes me incredibly uh sad and and i don't really know what the whole mm, controversy is about mm -hmm. so maybe you want to tell me mm -hmm. or share with me or maybe brendan uh can can enlighten me there there's an there's a region on one of the islands so i think it's oahu and this is a place that burns a lot so it's a place that the original <clears throat> brush there it tends to be dry you know there's rainward side and leeward sides and so this mm -hmm. tends to be a dry part and there were invasive species that were introduced by people long ago. And those invasive species took over and really kind of wrecked the soil. And so now it's prone mm -hmm. to burning all the time. So they're used to fires all the time. 
So whatever made this one bad, like, you know, the super high winds, I'm not sure all the things, I think they're still investigating that because I think the government and everybody is in generally goes into, unless you have a really good leader, they go into CYA mode. So it's cover your ass mode. So uh, we didn't know, uh, like, how could we know? We're still trying to figure out what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're kind of still in that zone, but a, a touristy area burned you know, very bad in that area, but not the whole island. And so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. So uh, here is like the freaky f- part of it. Um, you know, like there are, there have been multiple like videos that have been put out um, just from ho- uh, homeowners who had CCTV cameras, you know, like um, ring or any camera that was just looking at the sky or, you know, it has just, um, you know, a lot of, things um, like it was just seeing outside let's say and i swear it... to god if you say laser ganesh <laughs> <laughs> exactly i was getting into that <laughs> and and yeah so people are saying that it was like intentional i don't, I don't mm-hmm. because you know brendan warned, warned me i won't say laser um, but people <laughs> are saying that um it was intentional because few years ago the governor had offered to buy the property from people Mm-hmm. And a lot of people gave into it, and you know, like there was a lot of issues that was going on because government wanted that particular land, and they wanted to make it like exclusive. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. Oh, the, so like, they're saying uh, it's a conspiracy then, because they he wanted to buy the land. Um, I mean, there are like multiple conspiracies. Like one is that laser. Mm. Um, yeah, that, they say there's people are saying they saw strange lights or. So ah, I think okay. that it was started from it. There was mm-hmm. a laser shot from space, and that yeah. started it. But oh, the aliens! Yay! Yeah. Oh, no, the no I mean bad. Yay. No. Ooh, my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, no. If they're really worried, although if the aliens are just concerned in shooting lasers at little islands off the coast of the American West Coast, like that, that would bother. Are they just bored? Maybe they're just bored. <laughs> or one of them was drunk in the flying saucer yeah. and bumped the thing and like they shot thought the it was a video like, oh. game. They thought it was a video game, you know. Oops, my bad. Um, You know, but the interesting thing is, like, a lot of rich uh, neighborhoods did not get burned down in the same area. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, namingly, like, Oprah's house and, um, you know, like, there's multi-million mansions, you know, like, did not go down. But a lot of, um, you know, like, lower economic households had been burned down. And the like the you know it's like sometimes people want to shoot themselves like very desperately in the head or in the leg whatever they want to. It's like when the fire started, um, there were many roads that was blocked off by cops, so people who were in the burning area like they could not escape that particular area. area. Mm. And you know like people had to go through a lot of like other routes to get out of that particular area, and there were many families who had to get into the sea to protect themselves from the fire well that's terrible well now it makes sense why people have been crapping on oprah a little bit more lately Uh, i saw that i noticed in on my socials too so uh okay okay well interesting sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no not at all uh i'm pretty dark about i'm in general i don't I'm not a fan of the ultra wealthy. I don't like celebrities. I don't like the obsessions people have with celebrities. So when celebrities come out and they do these tone deaf things, I'm really just not surprised. Um, yeah. So it doesn't, 
It doesn't really get me as angry as everybody because Mm -hmm. under normal circumstances, I don't really like these people that much. I don't trust them. I don't think they have my interests at heart. Mm-hmm. I think the the sad thing right after it, it seemed like the focus was on weirdly, the focus was not on deploying all the food, clothing and shelter we can get to this place, but let's make sure people can't get back into these areas. They might yeah. hurt themselves. So we can't yeah. let people go back to their properties. Mm-hmm. So it's again, keeping all the roads closed, putting up fences, guarding it. So no one can get in. Yeah. Like That's I know weird. that people, yeah, it is but I don't think it's a conspiracy thing. To me, it's just a stupid choice. It's Mm -hmm. we're going to block this out so that you don't sprain your ankle or get hurt. And then we'd have to help you, but it's such an anomalous disaster situation. I think the normal human beings are going to, you should let other human beings try to find, try to go in there. Um, But you know, they're not. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that sounds, that's a little shady there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like there was like, it, it, it was not like, you know, just cops standing on the streets, like just saying, don't go in there. Um, it was prominent structures that was that was put on the uh, like roads and streets so that people could not pass through it. And it was put even during the fire, you know, even before fire went out. So oh. a lot of people just got trapped in there. Like, and right. those people are just fucked. Like they, they just have one direction that I see right now. Okay. Well, that sucks. And that's like, yeah, definitely. You well, know? I mean, it's just it's just weird and I'm not surprised mm-hmm. uh, like Brennan said either like when um, mm-hmm. uh celebrities act weird and and do this stuff. So uh mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's some logical explanation, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll get that. Mhm. Or yeah. honesty from those in charge. Do mm-hmm. we ever really? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a synthesis Cynthia's take <clears throat> about the news and about mm-hmm. avoiding it. Um, there's one way in which you avoid it because, like, well, I'm just not into that and that's not fun. But it sounds like she's coming at it from my perspective too, where I try to turn down the dial. I mean, you can just see now. Even if the news wasn't designed to make people upset, there's now a huge internet world of social media platforms that are all vying to, there's kind of a big outrage engine that's all designed to make you angry because getting you angry gets you to watch videos and click on things and do mm-hmm. things and make them money. Mm-hmm. So if it's not see, it's all the way up to the biggest media empires all the way down to just individual influencers who all they're doing is looking at their data. I produce fun, happy content. It, it makes X. I produce angry stuff on one side or the other of the political spectrum. It mm-hmm. produces X times two. Yes. So then I'm just yes. going to produce X times two. Yeah. They're incentivized to make us angry and they don't really care. I think you are curating your own emotions. You're taking yes. care of what's coming in yes. your eyeballs and ears. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yes. Yeah, because I want to be happy and I spent many years being angry and sad and miserable and I was one of those people that screamed at the TV and it ruined my day and when Trump was elected I was like I literally laid under a table and cried like it's it was ridiculous how I allowed uh, what was going on in the world to affect me on my daily and while it's I think it's important to be aware of what's going on around you. Uh, I'm not going to let it affect my life because uh, while I feel 
horrible for the people who are affected by it and the people who can't go to their homes on a daily. It's not like, what, how am I going to be helpful to them by laying in a ball under a table? It's not going to help them. It's not going to help me. Mm-hmm. So now I, I definitely curate the media that I, that I watch, whether it's music, whether it's music and TV shows and, uh, like right now I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy and I skip episodes that I know are going to make me cry because I've seen it already. Uh, <laughs> because I, I choose, I intentionally live the most positive and cheerful and happy life possible. My, I'm a human and, and like, it's not always like that, but I do my best to surround myself with people and things that uplift me. Yeah. Uh, and while I, I could go deep on conspiracy theories, I love that stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I no longer partake for that reason. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think what Brendan, you said is spot on. These people are, they know how to get attention and fear and anger is a really great way. I mean, there's other ways as well. They just yeah. uh, like, you know, all those feel good stories. Like if you watch those videos where they surprise a kid with their dad or their mom coming home mm-hmm. from the military, that stuff yeah. makes me cry my face off. And, and it's it's uplifting, but I also don't watch that stuff either very much because I don't need to cry fifty times a day, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, and I'm I mm-hmm. cry super easily, so I know this is a trigger, so I stay away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they want the attention, and so they use any means necessary. And fear and anger—that's one way to keep people hooked on the TV and screaming at the TV and and just upset in general and and causing arguments with people around them over basic mm-hmm. stuff that like we all have our own opinions. And so I, like I said, I try to keep it as positive and light as possible. The other side, the other thing is that every, every thing that goes wrong immediately in American politics immediately gets deployed by one side or the other. Yes. And in my opinion, <clears throat> I'm with the group that says there's very little difference between Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. They're all same. serving the same masters. They're doing the same things. It really same. doesn't matter. Pe- yeah. People are so wound up about you need to be on this side or that side. And that the, fu- again, the funny thing to me is it, what are you talking about? Both sides are the same. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> But when this happens, of course, they're like, well, Biden's on vacation and he should go do something. I mean, yes, a better leader would have come and given like kind of an emotionally, an emotionally touching speech to make people feel good and confident Mm -hmm. that the government's doing the right thing. But we know Biden can't do that. I don't know why he's there. So the Republicans (laughs) use this and oh, this is an example of how bad Biden is. But I was around for Hurricane Katrina and jo- mm. and, uh, and Bush was in charge. Mm-hmm. And so the Democrats used Hurricane Katrina. Look how terrible George Bush is. Yep. And yeah, that was a horrible response then, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. Lots of countries struggle with these national these unexpected yeah. disasters. And then you've got this giant military. You have all these corporations. It seems like you should be able to just waste money and pour it into an area to make things better. Mm-hmm. And that isn't usually what happens. What happens is people dither about what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. and they make sure nobody bre- you know, breaks a nail or sprains an ankle mm-hmm. on in the site. Don't let anybody in or out because if you mm-hmm. let people in, then we're going to be responsible if those people yeah. get hurt. So they yeah. keep all the people trying to help out and it's just, it's bad optics and it's mm-hmm. it's just sort of, in inhuman it's bureaucracies yes. who use processes think it's good 
These are well-intentioned bureaucrats and politicians who are want to do the right thing, but mm -hmm. their job every day is to follow the rules of a process. And when yeah. something happens, it violates the process. Mm -hmm. They still follow the rules. Yes. yes. So like, do you guys remember when I, I don't know, it was which natural calamity when um, Trump went there and um, started throwing food and, um, you know, cleaning supplies. Like oh, he's throwing paper. paper towels and stuff. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. I do remember yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, but like like Brendan said, any anytime any of that stuff happens, regardless of the way the the leader reacts, uh, it's gonna annoy the other side. So I'm yeah. currently I'm currently partyless. I was a, a liberal, classic liberal, for many years. I voted Democrat across the board uh, until until the last election and which I did not vote in because I have left my party because now it's full of uh, woke people that I just do not, I do not gel with. I'm not, I am, because when I say I'm a Democrat now, that's what they think of the woke. And, and so that's not me at all. And I'm also not a Republican either, even though I do understand them now on a deeper level and i have some part of me that is is conservative i'm a traditional wife and i believe in traditional values and i'm not a feminist uh but so i'm partyless i'm <clears throat> i'm center leaning mm -hmm. left or right depending on the issue mm -hmm. <laughs> um so and i saw i during 9 11 when they the democrats just ran through poor george bush when like, what are you supposed to do? And it's funny because he was reading a story in my hometown at the time in Sarasota to little kids mm -hmm. at a school called Booker Elementary. And it was replayed over and over. Yeah. His oh, reaction. Yeah. <laughs> the man was reading to kids. What do you want him to do? Like, he stopped and he, like a yeah. normal person would stop and think like, okay, what do I do in this situation? Mm -hmm. And they made it seem like he was just, I'm on vacation. And, and, and like Brendan said, depending on the side they'll, mm -hmm. they'll always find something to criticize and, and, uh, and blame them for like, mm -hmm. like did really him sitting there for uh, uh, two minutes, did it change mm -hmm. anything, make anything mm -hmm. more? Was he going to go and stop the second plane? Like what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think they were hoping that, um, you know, like they could invade faster maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we did come on we invaded as fast as we could i think we did a really good job yes yes i mean yeah <laughs> yeah because because you you brought in politics I, I really need to ask you this there is this whole debate going on around trump right now um where he might get arrested you know <laughs> and um, you know, there are people out there who are like uh, attorneys and, you know, like who have legal knowledge, let's say, um, from Democratic side who say that Trump should not like post bail. He should just like, um, you know, like because they think that, you know, like Republicans are just bluffing and Trump should um, call out them on their bluff. Like, OK, like just go ahead and fucking arrest me. Like, how are you going to like manage an ex-president in, you know, like the prison system. So what do you like think about like, you know, like does opinion of like even Trump matter right now? Because it's just like, you know, nonsense at this point. Well, the news makes him matter. 
and you know like them each side playing up the other side it's, it's the same thing uh like i personally he is not my favorite person in the world but i can learn i've learned a lot from this person uh as, as far as marketing is concerned it's pretty impressive how this man's able to get attention as far as all the other illegal stuff mm -hmm. i don't really again i don't know that much about it to 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 know anything deeper i'm not a lawyer i don't even play one on tv so like <laughs> i mean i really can't speak to that i just know that they are uh the the democrats are incensed and they they really want him in jail and and i think it'd be interesting to see how they're going to handle a, a, yeah. a president in in jail like mm -hmm. martha stewart went to jail that's like I mean, it's not the same level as a president, but you know, yeah. she became friends with Snoop Dogg, so yeah. it can only go up for him after. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's as you said, a marketing genius. Uh, it's constant. Whatever Trump does is just he has an in, he has an intuitive sense of what people will think is interesting, and it yes. served him. It it helped him become president. Yes. The hysteria in the United States of America about January 6th, from the very beginning, I looked at this thing that happened on January 6th, and I I just shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, who cares? A bunch yes. of protesters. We get protesters all the time. The difference was a bunch of these legislators who probably should be out of office, and they should feel threatened by the quote-unquote normal people, mm -hmm. all felt threatened. Guys, you are the U.S. Congress. If nobody has access to the armed forces or the National Guard or police services, it has to be you. So this idea yeah. that this is, again, I'm not into the conspiracy that says <clears throat> Democrats or the left-leaning side mm -hmm. let these people in because they wanted it to become a debacle for the right. Mm -hmm. I just think they're so terrible. They were so terrible at managing this situation. A bunch of people showed up. They weren't ready for it. They didn't mm -hmm. know who was supposed to call who to get the guard there. And consequently, they didn't. And a bunch of cops, a bunch of cops who, well-intentioned cops, were left facing thousands of people to try to fend mm -hmm. them off from our nation's capital and couldn't do it. And it was a huge embarrassment. The embarrassment shouldn't have been that they were annoying, dumb Americans storming the Capitol. That wasn't the story. The story was the quote unquote, smart, capable Congress people we have couldn't manage this situation. And when they were done, the people on the other side want to say it was an insurrection, treasonous insurrection. Like what a joke. Mm -hmm. If I have, we have all seen insurrections and treasonous behavior all over the world. We know what insurrections look like. This is not an insurrection. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, all the stuff about Trump and stealing the election, I just, I, from the very beginning, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He lost. Yes. He lost and complained about it. And while the election mm -hmm. was happening, yeah, he tried to push whatever levers he could to get elected, which every single presidential candidate does. <laughs> they push yep. all the levers and they push all the buttons. Mm -hmm. People just don't like Trump. And then he he just oh he just gets right into that little heart of the the 21st century liberal 
and mm-hmm. burrows in like a parasite of anger and fury <laughs> and they can't resist they can't mm-hmm. resist attacking him yeah. he's Darth Vader to them and that's the problem they don't realize when you hate Darth Vader it puts Darth Vader on more t-shirts and it mm-hmm. gets yes. a response from the other side why do you defend this guy who's a total chucklehead even more <laughs> I think Trump is going to be president in 2024 Same. because the Democrats are only going to put Biden up and Biden is a joke Yes, mm-hmm. agreed. I 100% agree with all of that you just said. Uh, and they don't realize that they are, like most people, like the war on drugs, the war on this, the war on, you're just feeding into mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're against. All that yeah. hate and that anger, you're putting all that focus on that stuff. And whatever you focus on becomes reality. And so the Democrats are so upset and and freaking out he can't be president he can't be president again that's what's gonna make him president again <laughs> right because yeah. they're so focused on he can't but the universe doesn't hear he can't can't mm-hmm. or no they just it just all that energy focused on him it's just it's inevitable so yeah, yeah. i agree with you there's almost i think there is a spiritual angle ang- angle to it the war on drugs where we go after not just people who are trafficking drugs here in other countries, but we hardcore go after the people using the drugs. Yes. It's clearly a total failure. And yet yeah. we refuse to give it up. Yep. America, yep. America is punitive. We come from Puritans and the Puritans were really happy. They were hardworking, stiff necked people mm-hmm. who punished offenders. They punished offenders. And so punishment is baked into our feeling of, when someone does something wrong, we need to mm-hmm. punish them. So the, again, yeah. the liberals are not about how do we get rid of Trump? They're focused on how do I punish Trump for yes. what he's done? And we do the same yes. thing all the way down mm-hmm. to the people at the bottom of the level in this country, in our, in the prisons here. Mm-hmm. There are other countries that take people who are murderers mm-hmm. and they put them in soft prisons mm-hmm. where they think from day one, the mm-hmm. focus is on, we're going to figure out how to get you moved back into society. Mm-hmm. So right. whatever's wrong with you, whatever went wrong in your life, yeah. instead of punishing you in jail, we want to fix this. Now, we would look at that and go like, well, you're rewarding the people who did wrong. But our thing about punishing, I just talked to somebody who, my friend who got out of prison on a drug charge, mm-hmm. he gets out of prison, they'll give you, they give you a hundred buck check, they give him a hundred dollar or a $500 check, mm-hmm. and they'll give you a bus ticket. He didn't mm-hmm. have anywhere to go. So he went through the entire prison system. And then at the end, you have a drug user who's mm-hmm. going to get dumped out again. And the answer, yeah. uh, here's some money. Go out and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We That's love lovely. to punish people in this yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. And then they repeat the cycle. And then they say, well, you're, you're, you, uh, you're not capable of change. When they mm-hmm. haven't done anything or helped anybody to change mm-hmm. or give them. We're like people who get to that point that they're, they're making choices that and land land them in jail they need more uh help not Mm -hmm. just here's some money and go about your business they there's deeper things within them that they need to help with Mm -hmm. and and in the states they're not willing and because then it's like like brendan said oh you're rewarding them because you're Mm -hmm. trying to help them but Mm -hmm. the prison system was originally i thought not just for punishment but to rehabilitate these people, but there's so mm-hmm, yeah. there's no rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they can get their GED or they can read a bunch of books. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. great. 
like you know but yeah. they're not given any tools on how to improve their life or how to be mm -hmm. better like as a as a former drug addict if i get out of prison and you hand me 500 and i haven't used any drugs mm -hmm. uh in however many years i was there and i have no skills on on how to stay clean outside and and how yeah. to like live my life first thing i'm going to do is cash that check and go buy some drugs mm -hmm. yes why not yeah. you know so like it's yeah it's it's terrible mm -hmm. but uh i would love to see uh the states turn that around and and be like other countries and help these people actually re rehabilitate and and yeah improve themselves and improve the life and and, and improve the communities and mm -hmm. they want there's this you know they they want people to to be good and follow the rules but there's nobody there actually they want to enforce the rules but they don't want to help anybody to understand mm -hmm. that yeah and also like uh, uh like they traded like whom for britney grinder in russia like for the same charges that millions of people have been locked up in the united states um you know like that guy was called as a merchant of death <laughs> <laughs> yeah they traded merchant of death for a female basketball player I don't even know what she did to land. Like, I have uh, no idea. Okay, what, I think she was carrying, like, um, you know, like, Mary Jane, like, drugs. Yeah, I think she had weed pens. Yeah. Oh, come. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I think she had weed vaping, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and again, yeah. it was dumb on her part. Like, I talked yeah. to a security professional who said um, people... I forget how he phrased it, but basically people bring their emotional problems with them to other countries. And that means they also bring their vices. So right. if your vice, right. whatever you do, uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll, if it's against the law where you're going, mm -hmm. if how you dress, if how you act, if the things you do are illegal in that country, you have to kind of that vice that's important to you and get you through the day. You have to figure yeah. out how to manage that because it's more dangerous to use that vice in another country. Mm -hmm. So she was clearly like, <clears throat> shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Thought no. she could get away with it. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the pun, it, mm -hmm. in a, I don't, their country, you can do whatever you want, but yeah, we traded a, we traded a high value target too. <laughs> yeah. But again, like, I don't, it's a minor thing for us. It's a big thing for them. I don't look to Russia mm -hmm. for any moral, uh, I don't look at yeah. Russia as a moral paradigm. But Brendan, the right? thing is like, she even, uh, like, it seems like she bragged to other people. Like, if you want, like, let me know. And um, oh that like she had a like telling people that she yes. had it and yeah so, well, oh, so then so then she put herself in a position to be the dealer which of yeah. course carries more consequence mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but i have a rule do not cross borders with any illegal substance mm -hmm. and even though yeah. it's legal, like for me it's legal here in canada i can mm -hmm. walk or i can smoke in front of a cop which mm -hmm. blows my mind now but mm -hmm. like <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. I would not cross the border with regardless, even if on the other side, it's legal. I'm not crossing that border. Yeah. Because the border patrol, no thanks. I, I'm just going to yeah. follow the rules and be a good girl. And yeah. if I can't go without that thing when I cross the border, then I'm not taking it or mm -hmm. I'm not going, period. Yeah. I'm not, I can't go there because I can't have, I can't be without my weed pen. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. I, I don't know why United States like release. They could have released any per anyone like, and they were like, yeah, uh, like this is a fair trade. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, he just sells weapons. I mean, the 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 United States, our economy it has a huge sector. The military industrial complex yeah. we were warned about in the 50s mm-hmm. has become come to fruition. We have the largest, most expensive military in the history of human civilization. Mm-hmm. That dude's just work. I mean, he's just working outside the system, but we have yeah. the same industry here. Like, I mean, like, I think CA also might be sourcing some things from him. They, <laughs> just get me that particular thing, you know, like no one knows. <laughs> And now, if my if my mic goes mute, you'll you'll all know who muted it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like circling back to Trump's thing that we're talking about, <clears throat> you know, like um, um, you know, like Trump, I think he's a great like marketing a genius. Yeah. Um, because of course, um, let me just like I don't want to mess it up. In 1803, it was um, Napoleon who wrote like letter to George II of the Britain um, where he just said, you know, like, I don't have any weapons, like come fight me or just surrender. Like it was just a bait. <laughs> and, um, you know, King George was killed in that particular war. I mean, it's, it's, it's like literally the same, literally like the same tactic that he's doing. He's like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to pay, you know, like post bail, like fuck you. <laughs> And people are like, how dare you? Like, you know, you need to surrender here. And yeah, I think again, it's going to be the same beat and switch where, you know, he will come up with something better or just challenge the system once again and just, I don't know, bring some new rule. I think he definitely has something up his sleeve for sure. He definitely has something up his sleeve. I'm I'm actually looking forward to see what he's going to do. It'll be interesting uh, because he's crazy. (laughs) but in a good way i don't mean it in like Mm -hmm. like he's killed he does things and says things that most people are like what yeah and and it worked for him and and so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it (laughs) Uh, you that is exactly it it is fun he is fun to watch and listen like i you could sit and i mean sometimes he gets boring because he's he really is completely completely and clearly selfish to the core mm-hmm. and i'm he does nice things for people but his core motivation is what's good for him and sometimes yeah. there's waves of goodness that he does to people around him or he makes the right decision like again when the republicans first when he was elected and the republicans decide oh my god we're gonna have to deal with this guy they got some stuff done that they'd never gotten done before yeah, uh, and so they were happy about it. They're like, "Well, I don't like Trump, but we can get some good stuff done." So some good mm-hmm. stuff came out of Trump being president. Mm-hmm. If you had a certain political leaning, uh, I love the fact. But as you said, entertainment like marketing, he's a troll. Like we have trolls all over the internet. <laughs> he trolls people, and the problem yeah. is there's fully functional adults on the other side who just like that King George, they freak out about something that if you were yeah. smarter and more savvy, you'd be like. He's just yanking your chain, man. And it's true that it makes you look bad. But if you respond, if he says something to you and then you respond with a lawsuit or you respond with some punishment from the government, it's twice, it's three times as bad. You're overreacting to his comments. Mm -hmm. And you're giving him exactly what he wants. Like that's what they don't even understand. (laughs) He is poking the bear, y'all. Like, (laughs) why are you giving in? (laughs) You're giving him what he wants. And you're too like, you're not, you're you're just not even seeing it. And that's the part that amuses me too. Mm -hmm. And like these people get uh, so upset and like they get so 
you know, in their own feelings and they think their feelings are reality and you can feel your feelings and they're valid for you, mm-hmm. but they are not reality. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. like, this is a lesson they have not learned. And, and mm-hmm. I was one of them. So I totally understand. Uh, and I allowed myself to become infuriated by things I had no control of. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and just because I embraced my victimhood and this was a way to remain oppressed and, and mm-hmm. the victim. And can you believe he's doing this to us? Oh my God. <laughs> and, and, like, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. You know, like I still remember I was like, I think um, very early in my career um, when Trump was like president and he visited like United Kingdom, if you remember, um, you know, he went there with Queen and, you know, he talked to them and, you know, in an evening he said like British food is like very bland, like it does not, it he, he exactly said like it tastes like wet paper. <laughs> I mean, he's not and, wrong. Right, not that wrong. should be an yeah. uncontroversial comment. Like, yeah. Now, you know, the uh, BBC likes to pound on anyone that has any unfavorable opinion. And literally the next day when people asked him about it, he was like, fake news. And they're like, the fuck do you mean? Like, yesterday you, you said that. He's like, no, like, fake news. <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Yeah. I ate some fish and chips that were okay. So fake news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was like fake news. And, um, you know, the uh, the BBC reporter's face also was like on live. And you could see him like getting red. He was like, the fuck do you mean? Yesterday you told me it on live, on record saying, and he's, he, he's repeating like, you know, mm-hmm. we have, um, you know, like we, uh, videos of you saying that it, it tastes like wet paper. And he's like, no, fake news, fake news. <laughs> The the game is, if you lie, it's supposed to be in a press release, or you're supposed to have someone else say it, or you're supposed to have plausible deniability. And so for entertainment, because he knows he's going to, yeah, just I'll just lie to your face. (laughs) I way prefer it. I way prefer having the Napoleon look me in the eyes and say, or the Hitler look me in the eyes and say, I'm not going to invade Poland. I way prefer that. (laughs) Yeah. To the politician who tells me, you can, you know they're lying to you all the time, but yes. they just won't make it so bald faced. Like, yeah. Well, I, this is this is why he has such a huge following because he's the first person to uh, to to say these things. I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff he says are lies, but he's also pretty honest. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a video uh, with Dave Chappelle talking about why he's so popular. And he he says, like uh, they were at when he was at a debate with Obama and Hillary Clinton, and he was calling them out, saying that it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged. Yeah. And they said to him, like, how do you know it's rigged? He's like, because I've used the system. <laughs> And yeah. and so Dave Chappelle goes on. This is why people like him because he admits, yes, it's a rigged system. Yes, I've used it, but you guys need to know it's rigged. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah I see the appeal and I get it now. And and uh, even even though, like I said, he's not my favorite person. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to learn from this man, and I believe I can learn from anyone, mm-hmm. uh, regardless uh, of my feelings about them personally. And and mm-hmm. he really. Uh, shows me because I'm a marketer. This is what I do. And so mm-hmm. like, I I really would love to get that kind of attention <laughs> that he gets, but without yeah. pissing people off. 
Okay, that's <laughs> not possible. Yeah. <laughs> that's not possible. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I still I'm, remember. My mission uh, is sorry, to yeah. do it with love, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully, you, you achieve that. Yeah. Um, or you just become tired and you just approach the Trump's way. <laughs> I mean, I've leaned towards that stuff, like being mm-hmm. angrier and and being more uh, controversial. But it's mm-hmm. just, or actually meaner, I should say, because controversy mm-hmm. you can still do it in a, in a nice, gentle way. But mm-hmm. uh, but it's not for me. It's not who I am, and it's it, and it doesn't feel right. So yeah. Know, I mean, like. Works. Yeah, I mean that the fact is like you know like Biden's like I think like his term is coming to an end, and the fact that still people are talking about Trump shows really like nothing has happened in the last like four exactly. years or five years, whatever it is. Yes, yes. Like people, yeah. I don't think they realize like the chaos that Trump brought in. I mean, I still remember <clears throat> there was a meme about CNN hiring. a twitter like guard who would just sit there and watch twitter and watch like what i'm for saying <laughs> and that was their um, job and yeah and you know even till today people make fun of it people like how the fuck was that possible and i feel like if still people rejoice that kind of time then i think in the in the past like this biden administration like nothing has happened <laughs> where you know people could forget that because um right about now like a lot of people have forgot about you know Barack Obama um you know like <clears throat> we never forget <laughs> yes you know like yeah you know, i you know like because in in Trump's era there was this famous thing where uh, a journalist asked Obama saying like there there were 17 kids dead in a in a drone strike and he said it was <laughs> collateral damage <laughs> So, you know, that was going on and now people like don't even remember it somehow. No. no and and like Trump said he was going to build a wall and that was one of the mm-hmm. things that made people oh, he's horrible, we hate him. <laughs> But what he built like I think like a, a panel? Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. They just lots of talking and and not really much uh behind I mean, it always. We c- the really disappointing part um there has always been so politics are always going to corrupt and there's it's just the nature of people who want power and get power is those people are prone to corruption or they're corrupt before they start and so they just want power and so if your goal is you want power then you probably you can, we maybe we need you but you can't totally be trusted we should never fully trust you um the bab everybody the divisiveness in this country like the fact that you turn you've kind of turned off the politics and the news i don't think there's anything to be gained by joining one tribe or the other we are incredibly mm-hmm. divided and the, my friend his big he would describe himself as black pilled and they've got this red pill and blue pill <laughs> yes. and black pill mm-hmm. but that's the most nihilistic kind of like i think the system is broken mm-hmm. and we're all heading for a fall is kind mm-hmm. of his overall attitude and he's like i can't find anybody who's optimistic mm-hmm. about the future of this country and i'm like i can't either the economy struggling we're spending all these money we're again everybody obama you mentioned obama he had eight years as president he came in his big promise his also he came in as like anti hey we're going to we're going to shut down guantanamo we're going to end mm-hmm. these wars 
he ramped up the wars and he never shut down Guantanamo. <laughs> yep. His promises about, again, we have this thing, hope, hope, hope. I don't think mm-hmm. Ob- Obama was an example of, hey, a black man or a half black can become president. And that mm-hmm. was an element of hope. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, he was status quo all the way. Yeah. And he is just yes. a better he's a more comfortable, charismatic speaker. And so that's mm-hmm. why he rose to power so fast. But he also rose to power out of one of the most corrupt political systems in America, which mm-hmm. is Chicago. He came out of nowhere to rise into power in Chicago. So you're going to tell me he's not corrupt? There's no way. The mm-hmm. Chicago Democratic, that machine is corrupt to the core, and it has been since the early 20th century. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, maybe may, my friends probably talked me into being more negative about politics. Mm-hmm. I think the response actually, we don't have any power over it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can talk about it for fun, like we're doing, mm-hmm. but I don't see a lot of hope. I don't see yes. either party fielding people that make me mm-hmm. think, oh, there's yeah. a new, better direction. Mm-hmm. But Brendan, you, you also have to realize that Cynthia lives in um, Canada and I live in India. Like we both don't give a shit. And the person yes. only who's going to sink is you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm American and my entire family live there. So mm. I still don't give a crap. So Yeah. So yeah, Brendan, you are you are the captain of this ship. Like it sinks or swims, it's up to you. Well, you know, one of the things I find amusing here mm-hmm. in Canada is how every can almost every Canadian knows everything that's going on with US politics. But if you ask yeah. an American like or who the prime minister of Canada is, they'll they most mm-hmm. likely don't even know. Yeah, uh, and so it's just I, funny Cynthia. How... I think you're stretching like too too much, like in United Sorry? States, like you're you're stretching too much. Like you know, in people oh. people in United States generally like they don't know what is in like neighboring state. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, so how can they know what's up in Canada? Like, yeah. So. The number the number one thing that pops up on TikTok or social media platforms that people know, the red staters get infuriated. The, the blue staters love Trudeau because he says what they want to hear people say, and he's good looking. And the, blue, and the red staters, the conservatives, mm-hmm. I hate him as a woke liberal. And he yeah. seems like he seems like he, he's charismatic. It reminds me very much of Obama. He's a good looking yes. guy Same. who's yes. very nice. But when you look at what he does, you're like, mm-hmm. you're a you're a friggin' it. What are you doing? He's a putz. He's, He's a, a putz. <laughs> he really is. I but, still remember. You know, um, yeah, I still remember when you know, like Trudeau said, like people cannot like Western government back in when COVID hit, and uh-huh. I was like, you are a dictator, piece of shit. That's what you exactly want. <laughs> like you don't want people asking questions. And he said Correct. that you know, like uh, people should not be able to protest, and they yeah. brought a law on on that. And then mm-hmm. he said that people should not be allowed to question government. And in the same fucking month, he brought in stricter, um, you know, like weapon laws. And oh. people are like, yes, here is like Kim Jong Un part yeah. two. Yeah, uh, uh, that's why I said, you know, he's a putz. But I, I don't, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, I don't really judge. I don't care. But uh, I live here, but I can't vote, and uh, I don't really put. I I put more attention on the, what's happening in the States politically more than here. Like, I don't even know all the parties that there are here. Like, oh, I have no idea. I have no, I have a friend that tries to tell me all this stuff and my eyes mm. just glaze over and I'm like, honey, I don't, I don't care. 
Like, I'm sorry, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, and, and it, and it goes back to the whole, I, I want to just be positive and, and happy. And, and it's not really like, I want to ignore it. It's more mm -hmm. like it doesn't affect my daily. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that positivity, so you could seek that I hear kind of what you're talking about is like the positive version of the more like boring or emotionless. So in stoicism, I think what you're talking like the Stoics are really big. The first Epictetus talks about being indifferent to things. So I yes. think that's what you're talking. <clears throat> yes. And what you said about getting all up in your feels, the Stoics, the Stoics got a reputation for being emotionless. They were not emotionless. So they didn't say you couldn't feel emotions. They said right. your emotions, yeah, are giving you inform. You shouldn't dismiss your emotions, but you should not be guided just because you feel yes. something that shouldn't yes. guide you to do something. You have to reason it through. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and our emotions tells us what we need to work on also. Yes. So if we're upset over Trump or or policy or whatever, then what is it that's triggering us? It, mm -hmm. It's not that is it we feel out of control with our life and, uh, you know, uh, is it that we feel out of control with our choices and ourselves and we feel like we need to dictate other things and being upset? Like most people who are upset about this stuff, they don't use their emotions to to fix that within so that those things outside don't bother them anymore uh and uh my partner taught me how to how to do all that all that stuff and i'm super grateful because now i'm not i don't care and i don't allow my emotions to rule me all the time now i'm not perfect and i'm as a woman i'm super emotional already naturally Mm -hmm. uh, but i do i've i've read a lot of, about the stoics and even though there's some stuff I don't agree with. There's some stuff mm -hmm. I do. And, and the emotion thing, like not letting it rule your life. I spent so many years letting my emotions rule me and control me. And, and now, you know, I know my emotions aren't reality and I'm allowed to feel my feelings, but I'm not going to let them control my choices and what I do and how I treat other people. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think you just gave a very controversial statement saying women uh, feel more like, that is not something that's accepted in the society now. Oh, no. As if feminists yeah. would like eat me alive for that. How dare you say women are more emotional? Because we are. It's it's a natural thing. This is not, this is, it is very controversial. And, and I get, mm -hmm. I get some, yeah. <laughs> so, some not so I, nice comments about it, but. <laughs> I feel like an, an old school feminist, original feminism. I mean, there were some radical parts of the ideology, but in the beginning, it was about equal opportunity. So if yes. a woman wants to do something, she should be allowed by law to do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes. if, no matter what they want to do, they should be able to compete in all the arenas they want to compete in and, and mm -hmm. organize their life in a certain way. Yeah. But it has... And so that, and was also pushing for egalitarianism. Men and women are not exactly the same, but they need to be given equal opportunities and they are, they need to be equal in many ways. Mm -hmm. And yeah. men and women can be in the same arenas. If men and women mm -hmm. want to be cops, they can be cops, firefighters, soldiers. If you can compete with the other people in the group mm -hmm. since then, obviously, and probably the reason that Cynthia, you don't call yourself feminist is there's all kinds of things that have come out of feminism that are not just about, I'm looking for equal opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. I think yes. I think um, the result that today's like feminism is, um, it's the result of overachieving. I think, like, you know, overreaching. Let's say where 
there was like a very healthy point that they could have just maintained and you know just gotten better but they started to become like extreme now and well like brendan yeah. said when they started they had a reason like they yes. like now we're allowed to vote we're allowed to have land we're allowed to do all the things that they were fighting for like mm -hmm. what else do you want like i mean mm -hmm. So I have a thing. One of my things is, uh, and this is also highly controversial. And even though women should be allowed to be firemen and police officers, I don't think they should. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that they can, mm -hmm. but if you're a 250 pound man who's trapped in a burning building there, don't tell me that I know a woman who's like, uh, my height. So like five foot two, maybe taller, five foot five. And she's a tiny little stick. She's strong. She works out, but she's not going to lift that 250 pound man over her head and carry him out of a burning building. She will not be able to do that. And, yeah. and, uh, I also saw recently a video where a female cop stopped an old man, old man, like he mm -hmm. was grandpa. Yeah. And she told him to put his hands behind his back. She was going to arrest him. And he's like, no, no and she tries to attack him and he and he like they fall into the ground and he's mm -hmm. on top of her and yeah. four guys ran to help her mm -hmm. because she could not control one old man yeah so to me like i get that they wanted the equal opportunity and that's fine but can they do the job like can they do the job properly the same way a man can no because we are not meant to be equal I want to be equal. Uh, like, I don't want to be in a room full of men and them not talk to me or talk to my partner only because he's a man. This yeah. kind of equality is that that's that's right. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be treated that way. But I don't believe that we are as men and women, we are not equal and we're not meant to be like mm -hmm. I'm meant to be nurturing and emotional and and you know, creative and loving. I mean, men can be creative too, but loving and, and <laughs> uh, like the nest builder and men mm -hmm. are meant to be the ones that go out there and chase mm -hmm. power and status yeah. uh, and money and, and build the nest. They build the nest and I create the nest. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a natural biological uh, way that we are built. And, and the, so now women just, want to go against that they want to mm -hmm. be the complete opposite and now we see women uh like just wanting everything <laughs> wanting everything and yeah. hating on the women who like mm -hmm. they hate me because i am a traditional wife and because i have traditional values and i love i mm -hmm. homeschooled my children i raised them all i stopped working uh when my youngest child before my youngest child was born so, uh, and I had, was a teacher, so I did like the traditional woman job. So mm -hmm. like, it's, it's very frustrating to me when I see these feminists that will mm -hmm. say we have internal misogyny because you're a traditional wife. No, mm -hmm. no, I have yeah. internal natural biology that I enjoy using. Now that doesn't mean there's not lots of, we all have masculine and feminine inside us mm -hmm. as a, as a business, as an entrepreneur. I have to tap into my masculine a lot to, to do business and to work and, and that's mm -hmm. fine. But then I'm able to, to release that and it feels much better to be in my feminine and mm -hmm. to be soft and nurturing and, and of service. Um, and, and I think women have everything that they want and now they're just clinging to victimization and, and, you know, to, to, to be oppressed because 
they need that because then they can't admit, oh, we're equal. Now we mm -hmm. have what we want because we are. We're all. Yes. Otherwise, I well, wouldn't be able to be here and have this conversation with you guys if we weren't equal. Mm -hmm. Revolutions never, every revolution, if you start a movement, the movement is self-perpetuating. So just as, as Ganesh, you said, hey, feminism to a certain point made perfect sense and now it doesn't make sense anymore. It's because the people who are in charge of it, our job is to look for ways <clears throat> in feminism, things are unfair for women. So if 50 years ago they had a different benchmark, well, now we have a higher benchmark because otherwise we would just dissipate and wouldn't have anything to do. Mm -hmm. We yeah. also know, I look at some of the, we see firefighters and uh, cops out there, men who are in terrible shape. And then you could yeah. go look at some, you have women who just happen to have more testosterone and bigger bodies. Mm -hmm. They could wreck those dudes. They mm -hmm. are the exceptions to the rule. So those yeah. exceptions to the rule if they want to be sheriffs and jail mm -hmm. guards and infantrymen, yeah. infantry women, mm -hmm. they should be able to do that. I thought that feminism yeah. was you can compete in the same arena, regardless of whether you are a man or a woman, but mm -hmm. it was not. Let's And if we're going to adjust it down, because again, well, let's talk about this is a problem in America. Mm -hmm. We're all out of shit. We're eating terrible food. We're not exercising <laughs> enough. It will mm -hmm. probably come to every first, every first as every country grows mm -hmm. in its prosperity people just seem to get lazier and there's all these screens and you just don't have to move. And mm -hmm. uh, have you seen Wally? <laughs> right. We thought <laughs> once upon a time, Wally was a joke. Like, right. Yeah. Right? We're like, oh, yes. that's getting close there. Yeah. We are getting close to that for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but they should be, strong women should be able to compete with strong men for jobs mm -hmm. and opportunities. But mm -hmm. just as you said, those are the exceptions. And mm -hmm. I think there's a general offense taken. It's weird. Mm -hmm. We look and say men and women are different, but especially in America, we are living in a time where people are sort of, um, I think they admit themselves. If you ask them to reason their way through this, they admit that men and women are different, but there's an argument in their head that says men and women shouldn't be different. And this is where they wind up being idealistic mm -hmm. and utopian and not looking at what reality the difference between the sexes boots on the ground. Yeah. Some women don't want to be nurturing. I thought mm. feminism's point was they don't have to. They don't you can, have to. You right. don't so, have yeah. to. If mm -hmm. you have a different masculine feminine mix and you don't like doing traditionally feminine things, or mm -hmm. you want to do those traditionally feminine things in masculine ways, mm -hmm. you should be free to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but the new feminism uh -huh. doesn't want to allow that. That's the problem. Right. Okay. They, so like, guys, I, I, uh -huh. sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Please continue. No. I was just going to say, I get crapped on because I, I enjoy being who my, I naturally am. Mm -hmm. If I was out there being that old person that I used to be, the mean, mm -hmm. hateful, loud, man-hating feminist, mm -hmm. then they'd be like, right on, you're great. But Do people in real life give you shit for that? Or is this like stuff you get, you feel like if you read on online, the waves you get, or do people in real life seem to side eye you about your choices oh, oh yes very oh, much geez. both mm -hmm. i get it both ways uh because in in real life um people don't hesitate uh mm -hmm. to tell me to tell me things like mm -hmm. um that i shouldn't serve a man and that i shouldn't be of service and serve ew why would you serve and even my own uh my own mother gave me a, my mother was an independent a single mother because she had to be because my father was abusive. Um, and so she pushed a lot of that ideology mm -hmm. on me. And then when I 
quit my job and decided to raise my kids and homeschool, like every decision I made, made them hate it more. Oh, you're, you're going to, you're not going to work and you're going to stay home. Well, that's terrible. You went to college and you went to university and you have yeah. a degree. Why are you, why? And then homeschooling, ew, how can you homeschool? Well, because I was a teacher and I know how crap the public school system is. And mm -hmm. I even the, the private school system. No, thank you. I can teach mm -hmm. my kids better. Oh, you're terrible. How can you do it? Like, so yeah, it's, it's very much real, real in real life. Mm -hmm. uh, and also the way I dress because mm -hmm. I have a large chest and I like to show off. And, and so I get a lot of that too. Like, oh, I'm, uh, I, I'm dressing to please other men but mm -hmm. there's only one man that i'm pleasing and that's i don't <clears> care about <throat> everyone else i dress mm -hmm. the way i feel comfortable and yeah. that makes them happy that's mm -hmm. it and so people hate that mm -hmm. got but it i don't care you know <laughs> um i <clears throat> sorry i would like to like give you like two examples of shit show that feminism is today um, because <laughs> i was just thinking through this um th throughout when brendan was speaking um yeah so you know the two biggest examples is for example in india if you know in a marriage if a woman beats up a man it's not considered as domestic violence so right. like the husband cannot report it to the cops okay well we got that in america the law is uh gender or sex blind so uh -huh. domestic abuse is now they are more likely to cops are more likely to take abuse of a man of a woman seriously yes yeah yes. and the second example is ukraine <laughs> i mean wow. ukraine is a wet dream of every anti-feminist that exists out there <laughs> yeah because in a military conscription is compulsory only for men yeah and there were these images circulating of ukrainian women uh partying in poland just after like three days uh, of the like the biggest um, you know collision between forces happened and you know every feminist out there was crying out loud like what why do women need to serve their country you know like they they should be doing whatever the fuck they want and people were like yeah that's what men would want to <laughs> you know yeah. just to party in poland like fuck my country no fuck my people <laughs> so i feel like these are the like two examples that i can muster up right now like which totally shows like feminism is like a utopia that can never be achieved. Like what in today's no, world, it's, especially it's that man hating. Most yeah. feminists hate men, period. End mm -hmm. of story. Uh, and, and they don't want to be, they want to be equal in the same, mm -hmm. but we are yeah. equal, but different because we are not meant to be the same. Yes. I mean, it's like calling the plug and the, the outlet the same, like, hello. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, this is just not, it doesn't work. And, and okay, I want right. to present a, a counter, because you brought up Ukraine, I want to present mm -hmm. a counterexample. Mm -hmm. So the counterexample, uh, the Israeli Defense Force. So yeah. in Israel, it's mandatory, yes. compulsory. You have to do two years in the armed service, and mm -hmm. men and women do. And they do get compartmentalized somewhat, mm -hmm. but every, I think, every single position that is mm -hmm. filled by men inside mm -hmm. the Israeli Defense Forces yeah. is also at some somewhere filled by women. Now, I don't mm -hmm. know how they set up the rules or how well they compete, but the pilots, the infantry people, mm -hmm. there's men and women in those positions. I think they get kind of through their own choices. Here's the part, men and women, because of who they are and how they're kind of <clears throat> brought up in their countries, mm -hmm. have inclinations to do different things. Why yeah. do 
Women, why are women inclined to want to be teachers for children? And most men don't want to be. And then yes. why do men want to do these other jobs that women don't mm -hmm. want to do? I don't see, yeah. again, an argument that gets presented by people who are criticizing feminists. Mm -hmm. You people aren't arguing. All these women aren't fighting to become pipe fitters and mm -hmm. linemen and yes. miners. These women mm -hmm. are fighting to become white collar people mm -hmm. inside CEOs. corporations. Yeah, I want all to be a CEO. Hopes. Yes. Yeah, everybody wants to be in the C-suite, but do you want to go out and be in the trades? And there are mm -hmm. women now who are, even the people in the trades, they so desperately need people. They're like, we don't care whether you're a man or a woman. I yes. know a, a kid who's in middle school who mm -hmm. thinks welding looks cool and like she's probably going to become a welder. And she mm -hmm. should. There's no reason a woman yes. can't be a welder. That's pretty yeah. cool, how, yeah. But how come they sort that way? We just have to acknowledge there are some ways individual boys and girls and men and women mm -hmm. can an individual can do anything or they can try to do anything they want as a group. We don't need to see certain ratios. We mm -hmm. just don't, but the ratio, again, we could go off on that there. We've fixated on the numbers, feminism and other groups say we can prove systemic mm -hmm. problems mm -hmm. because if I look at this pool it doesn't represent the population demographic. Well, and of course it doesn't because people choose not to go in there or I don't know for whatever reasons, but yeah, they mm -hmm. fix, fixate on numbers now. We can yeah. prove there's, we can prove a crime because when I look at how many people are doing that job, it doesn't mm -hmm. represent some number that I think it should. Mm -hmm. Which is ridiculous to get like, to want to have to for almost to want to force people to do that job so that there's representation there when people don't really want to like yeah. i love that 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 a girl can be a welder good for her uh flash dance whatever her name was in that movie she was a welder. Oh, yeah, good. Crap, that's right you know she was sexy as hell and she was a welder good for her like we can do anything but do we want to this world yeah. was built mostly by men and i want to mm -hmm. leave it to y'all because i don't want to build i mean i i'm i'm crafty and i'm handy with tools and i can fix things around my house and stuff but i don't want i don't want to go do construction and put tar on a roof and mm -hmm. weld and, and i don't want to but i love yeah. that there's girls out there that do and can if they choose to Mm -hmm. But like trying to make them because, mm -hmm. oh, there's only one woman in that, you know, of get, get yeah. out of here, like let yeah. people do whatever they want. You're yeah. going to, I'm going to, this is not fair because I'm in America and this podcast episode <laughs> canceled. And so I'm just going to right here say, I don't want this posted. I've expressed my true views about the government and uh, social politics and yeah. what, God, what are we going to, are you going to. For God, don't start. Can we just not talk about LGBTQIA plus? Let's go. Let's go. Let, no, let's stop. go there. Yes. Let's no, go. You That's... weren't really gonna go there. I was just kidding. Yeah. Kidding. <laughs> you know, to those people who want to cancel this podcast, don't worry. It's just scripted. <laughs> Chat GPT wrote most of the content, so oh, please yeah, find right. Chat GPT. Yeah. We are uh, AI figments of your imagination. Mm -hmm. Yes. We don't exist in real life, you know. Uh, we we do this and this the, just the computer shuts down and you know like that's, that's okay. it. We don't take my exist. entire channel. My entire channel is like this. I uh, this pisses people off because of, of mm. our true, but it's okay because that's great. I love it. I want to mm. be able to piss people off so that they can we can plant seeds to get them to think something else. I would mm. love that, but you know some people just get mad and you know. Yeah, I mean, I have tried to like make <laughs> Brendan controversial. <laughs> Yeah, with true efforts yeah <laughs> <laughs> will you believe the other i think well this could lead us into 
there's a major problem. I don't sort of say free speech is the most important thing, but mm-hmm. as you know, Cynthia, you were talking about your political leanings. Well, now I used to be on the left. I did too. But now I find mm-hmm. some affinity for these traditionalists on the right. And you mm-hmm. kind of find yourself falling into the center somewhere. And you said that you had this, fr- I make my decisions probably issue by issue. That's the part. If you are a Democrat, you must agree with everything on the Democratic platform and you can't yes. agree with anything yeah. on the other side and yeah. vice versa. Right. Whereas <clears throat> we need to somehow, people need to be free issue by issue to decide each issue on their own rather than you may agree with somebody on capital punishment and then disagree on abortion. And you may agree Agreed. with somebody yes. about whether they should be female cops, but then you'll, you know, you'll agree about something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, what makes this world a really great place is that we all have differences of opinion and, and mm-hmm. the left and the right equally, they hate anyone who doesn't have their same opinion and yeah. they love everyone who has the same opinion and they yeah. think that this is, this is a great world and we should, we should all agree. No, no, no. Ew. How boring would it be if we all liked chicken and rice and that's all we ate forevermore? Gross. Yeah. No. I mean, it's delicious, but <laughs> you know, the, the point is, is we mm-hmm. have to have differences of opinions and different tastes and that's what makes this world a wonderful place. And mm-hmm. like, I, I disagree with Republicans about abortion. I believe that women should have the right to choose. And, mm-hmm. and so I tend to lean more uh, liberal in this area. But gun control, like, uh, you know, I lean a little bit conservative because I grew up uh, around guns. I'm very comfortable with them because uh, mm-hmm. I'm from Florida. So that should tell you, like, I grew up in a, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> grew up in a red state yeah. and I'm super liberal or I was be- yeah. because of it, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. I think it's like you said, Brendan, like in it, topic by topic and, and for me that that's what it very much is now and i used to have that same that same thinking of uh like when i voted everything was oh democrat sh- vote and i didn't think about like deeper of of what they were going to do or what their platform was or what they were standing mm-hmm. for oh they're democrat well then we're on the same side not right. anymore no now to me it's definitely topic by topic and mm-hmm. and i go with my feelings and what feels right for me so uh, and and I think these these people are super confused about mm. the way the world works, and we all need to have a difference of opinion. Yes, always. So. Yeah, I I recently had that with Ben Shapiro. Like I like that guy because he's like more like you know he explains things better. Um, <clears throat> at least for my chim brain, like I, it's easy to understand things. <laughs> um, and he was absolutely freaking out about the Barbie movie. Oh God! And, yeah. Oh yeah! I, oh, yeah. My friend also mentioned Ben Shapiro's freak out and was confused yeah. by it. Yeah, because yes. I was like, you know, they were calling it as, um, you know, the a propaganda machine and all these things, and I was like, I don't think it's that effective, because if one single piece of content was that effective, then believe me, like, there would be like chaos in the world already, and. Right. You know, the way he talked about it, he, he was like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is the end of the world. Like, tomorrow. Oh, he made exist. it sound like it was this massive conspiracy theory with the director and all the actors. I mean, it was a fun yeah. movie. I watched it because I grew up loving Barbie. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought it was amazing. But, like, I was also confused by that whole. I was like, what? And I generally like him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, not everything, but for the most part. Yeah. But when I heard that, I was like, what? 
Go mm-hmm. away. Come on. Get out of yeah. here. This... I have a question. Ben Shapiro is smart. Ben Shapiro produces content all the time, which means mm-hmm. either Ben mm-hmm. is obsessed with metrics or mm-hmm. he has likely now he has mm-hmm. a team of people who have to be obsessed with metrics. Yeah. Yes. They see Barbie coming up. <clears throat> he gets paid to have opinions and yes. the stronger his opinions, the better they perform. So yes. I wonder if yeah. you sat him down and you reasoned out everything. Some of the, I wonder how much of the Barbie was edutainment. Like, well, some of the points I think are valid about this criticism, mm-hmm. but I don't really think it's the end of the world. I wonder yeah. if, again, I wonder if he did it for the clicks. So I think I have, it's like, I agree. I, uh-huh. I, that's a really good question because I feel like definitely he did like from what I normally see of his opinions and stuff. Mm-hmm. It felt like we need to take a stand and use this yeah. Barbie's yeah. huge right now. How can we, how can we get attention with Barbie? Well, if we're mm-hmm. polarized and we say this, you know, and, and so that's what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's my so, intuition. So mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like you guys know Matt Matt Welsh, right? He's like yeah. along the lines with Ben Shapiro. And Again, I like the... his thing, but yeah, I want to hear yeah. your take on him because I mean think the his... what is a woman guy? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I watch his shorter stuff, and mm-hmm. I think he produces now. He's producing shorter because it performs well. Yes. He yes. has nothing to say about anything. I mean, Ben Shapiro to me is far more interesting than that guy. So I want to yeah. hear your take. So like Matt Welsh and Ben Shapiro, like their messaging was so similar. It almost like the same um, same writer wrote the both of the scripts. <laughs> so, um, you know, like they both were freaking out. And of course, they both are in Daily Wire, the same journey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's kind of united frontier for them, I think. Um, yeah, I think it might have been like across the whole board. We at Daily yeah. Wire need to like yes. have this stand. Uh, yeah. I do also like his short content like brendan uh was mm-hmm. saying but i think also he's been a little bit wrapped up in his divorce and the controversy that he's uh experienced with with that and and people like his wife posting a, a video of him his ranting and saying not so nice things to his pregnant wife and and so i think he he might be yeah like, they were so, like here dude do this and say this we know yeah. you're like mind is all messed up right now yeah. and it'll be great because you're getting a divorce uh, i I, so. I think like this is what i think because i have like studied history somewhat and i understand that anytime let's say cynthia has a strong argument and you know like me as a person or my you know political party is not able to counter it by any chance you know, the first easiest target is always the character. Um, you know, it's like not the fact, but the person. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and that's what the left and right both do. Mm-hmm. They like yeah. to, to target the character because yes, especially if you see these videos where like they're asking the, like they're giving facts to mm-hmm. the woke left yeah. and they're, and they just, you're a terrible misogynist trans hating <laughs> human because they they can't respond in a proper way and so mm. they just go to those those attacks oh yes i i saw this video on youtube where a guy just went on street and he said you need to criticize uh, like he went to like a woke uh, rally and he said you need to criticize someone without using three words misogynist transphobic and he said racist <laughs> um you know you you They're have probably to unable <laughs> to <laughs> and and they were like and you know like they would start a sentence and you know and it would come to that particular word and they would have to stop themselves <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun yeah. to watch 
Um, I bet. I bet. Yeah, and you know, like the first time I, because I was like very liberal when I was young. Of course, I'm still young, and you know, like when I started out, I was like, yeah, people should do like you know, like they should have a narrative and all this. And in COVID, like I just switched. I totally became like a conservative, <laughs> like completely because I saw, um, you know, Joe Rogan got into trouble for saying I would, I will I would vote for Bernie Sanders, and people started targeting him. And I was like, yeah, I th- I don't I don't think I want politics now. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> if if I meet a left person, I will say I'm right, and if I meet a right person, I will say I'm left. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's what yeah. I do. I thought I was the only one. I basically, <laughs> if I'm sitting around a bunch of liberals, I pretend mm. like I'm a Reagan era free market uh, <laughs> Christian. I'm Jewish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if I'm with a bunch of conservatives, I mm-hmm. hold down the other side about like, again, if I was sitting with Ben Shapiro and he's going on and on about the Barbie movie, I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. it's just a fun movie. Like <laughs> what's Occam's razor? What's the shortest, easiest yeah. answer? They meant to make a fun movie about Barbie. Uh, yeah. It's not, this is not prop. This is not primarily propaganda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a, a lot of people were saying like, oh, they're ha- look how inclusive they are with the with the movie. And I was yeah, like, so then the left liked it, too. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys have never seen Barbie then to know that she always had a black friend, an Asian friend and a Latina friend and a redheaded friend always since I was a child. So that that's no, you're just using the fact of, of how she what she is to, to, you know, support your agenda because yeah. Yeah. she was always woke, always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like when people target like jordan peterson um you know joe rogan or anyone like even most like even trump for example um yeah. even though like he, i don't care like how worse they are as people and once people start to go after character rather than facts um you know because if i said um you know like two plus two equals five and brendan would say how dare you like you are a misogynist piece of shit and i would be like yeah you know that's a valid criticism of me but my fact still stands as a fact and this is so common like character assassination in united states history yeah. sorry brendan it's your country you deal with it <laughs> oh one of my but... favorite things is reading about um i think it was i'm trying to remember if it was between jefferson and adams but somebody mm-hmm. um they used to in public in interviews they would have people as mouthpieces in the national newspapers saying the biggest lies about presidents and this was happening in the 1700s so yeah Mm -hmm. it's been in america we character i mean character assassination is every it's just it's people have been talking about the fact that it's a cheap way to win an argument i -hmm. mean just yeah you attack somebody's character yes it's been in american politics since the very beginning yeah 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 because you can't if you can't think of of a proper argument then it's just easier to attack their character than to give real reasons and data and, and like actually back up what you have to say. Uh, and so I see it all the time online. People, people will uh, do this to me and to, and to my partner, Jay also in a, in a, in a comment. And I'm just like, okay, thanks for your input. <laughs> Because yeah. you're not telling, like, oh, you hate us. Okay, great. Thanks. Or they focus on, like, one little word or thing that yeah. we're saying instead of the overall message mm-hmm. uh, and instead. And, and, you know, oh, you're stupid or, uh, you know, you, you don't know anything. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for input. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also people, like, who, who might be, like, let's say, more knowledgeable than you or 
it's just better than you never criticize you like they understand that okay like this person is going through a phase let them go through it but a person yeah. who doesn't know shit will you know always come after you and yeah. you know like hold you responsible for all these things yeah that's like, true yeah true. and that is what i have really noticed in politics now <laughs> that people will target you for those things that even you won't remember that you said about something <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah it's just unnecessary and you know like just get away from the point of all so yeah like because we are talking about politics what do you guys think about like socialism uh, brendan so bernie so the democratic party mm-hmm. um immorally pushed mm-hmm. bernie sanders out at a time when people wanted to vote for someone who was of the people and the clintons are part of a political dynasty and they're not of the people so mm-hmm. the democratic party screwed bernie sanders i like bernie sanders because like cynthia talking about coming up in florida mm-hmm. bernie sanders in his state he is both lefty socialist and he's mm-hmm. also anti-gun control because he is in a place where the people are pro-gun so mm-hmm. he's a democratic socialist, but he has talked to these people for decades and he thinks there is a reasonable argument to be made mm-hmm. that Americans should hold on to their guns, which puts him. So again, he has a nuanced view because of the constituent he works with. Um, right. I think of him less. He is a socialist. The thing I like about him, it's like, um, what's that? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Bernie Sanders was saying things in the 60s and Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders is saying things in the 2020s. They are the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. So he is consistent about his view Mm -hmm. on the problem is the people in power. And the problem is the power. The power isn't in the hands of the people and the people need to quit getting screwed over. And that has been his Mm -hmm. argument 60 years. It's his argument now. So I have really liked the fact that he is intellectually consistent about Mm -hmm. his views. Whereas typically politicians tack left and right. Mm -hmm. Politicians follow the winds. Well, if people don't like that anymore, I won't talk about it anymore. Bernie Sanders keeps talking about it. It makes him very unpopular with people that don't like socialism. I mean, do I think socialism is the best system? No. But do Mm -hmm. I think the federal government is too powerful and the money and the power needs to be given back to the people? Yeah, I sure do. So I don't, I would have voted for Bernie Sanders in the same way. Bernie Sanders is a good guy. Mm-hmm. I think Trump is a bad person. So I'm very much into morals <laughs> and religion. I think Trump is um, non-religious, incredibly selfish. I don't think he's a good, I think at his base, mm-hmm. he's not a good person. So Agreed. I would still yeah. elect not a good person, but it would be nice once in a blue moon to mm-hmm. elect someone who says what they believe and does it. I don't think Bernie Sanders would have gotten anything done. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think he could have gotten support for his stuff because America is very like allergic to socialism, strangely mm-hmm. enough, in a country yeah. that is, we say it's capitalist, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the power is in Washington, D.C. We are a centralized yeah. government, which is, mm-hmm. could be very socialist or communist. Don't tell anybody, yeah. America is a communist country. It is. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. It really is. Like, I, I know you said it kind of like, you know, offhand, but I completely uh, agree. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, like, I would have also vo- voted for Bernie Sanders, too. I mean, uh, and, and so I don't know. It, I think Americans are really against the whole, uh, you know, they, they, they spout at you. It takes a village. 
Yeah. And I saw a meme the other day where it was like someone looking for something. They're like, I'm looking for that village. That <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There was, so. there was a guy I interviewed for my podcast and he's a political guy and he reads old stuff like Plato mm-hmm. and Xenophon and stuff like that. And I asked him, cause I'm like, you're kind of making this pitch um, that small government is better. And I mm-hmm. like that, but is it possible? And he in a very, he wants small government. So he wants mm-hmm. those villages and communities to govern themselves. Mm-hmm. But he's like, in global politics, mm-hmm. countries or blocks of countries need to mm-hmm. band together to have any power or influence. Mm-hmm. So it is required in the current way this this world is set up. You have to be a large government or a join up with other countries Mm -hmm. to be big, to have any power. So small government, he's like, if America decided to take the power away from Washington, DC and give it out to the States and the small communities again, Mm -hmm. we would get, we would over time, we would Mm -hmm. lose power and be destroyed. That was his argument. That centralized Mm -hmm. power, a large, powerful centralized government is necessary to have influence in the global, in global politics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Actually makes sense though. Maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. Like it does make sense. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if I completely agree with it, but it does sound like not that bad. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was arguing it's bad, but in mm-hmm. his, even from his perspective, he thinks it's bad for people. He thinks right. it's bad for government. He thinks it's bad for society, mm-hmm. but he's like, in this moment, I don't see how there's, if we fell apart and we mm-hmm. move the power back down to the small groups, mm-hmm. we just wouldn't be able to compete with centralized governments. I don't think I so. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Um, because for example, you know, like, if I take my country, you know, like, of course, we have our own, um, you know, chief ministers and, you know, we are so similar to British because that's who ruled us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like we have chief ministers and a uh, member of legislative assembly and all these things. So it is so similar to uh, states controlling themselves and just central being that, you know, like a small player rather than United States where central is right. like the king, like they get yep. to say what the fuck you need to do. Mm-hmm. And even then now, um, you know, India is in a committee called as BRICS, if you might have heard. BRICS is like five countries and they signed another four countries where they are getting out of, um, you know, like US dollar as a reserve currency. And mm, interesting. Yeah, that's kind of anti-US move. And like, I think what you're trying to say is like, of course, like, you know, like the blocks of countries coming together is better. Um, but I, I think, you know, like, at the same time, having that kind of state level or even smaller, like, blocks of administrative is better. Um, because, I you know, think, like, I think... I think it's better it, too. Mm-hmm, because the day United mm-hmm. States, like, politicized Supreme Courts, like, courts in just general, like, you just lost democracy that day. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's, that's yeah. a good point. <laughs> Like, that's not something that you go and, um, you know, like, just mess it up. <laughs> and people do not think, I think. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Um, anyways, so coming up to, like, other good topics, let's say, end with less controversial and, like, <laughs> warm topics, let's say. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa. Less controversial. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, Cynthia, blink twice if you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, recently, like, India landed on moon. 
the south side of the moon um like india is the first country to do that and yesterday we launched a mission for like to observe sun Oh. So what's NASA doing? I think they have space camp. <laughs> I don't know. Um, America has a complicated, again, right and left. America has a complicated relationship with NASA. So NASA has spent so much money. Mm-hmm. And NASA's argument, understandably, is when we go explore and research these things, mm-hmm. we bring back things that are useful both for mm-hmm. the military and for private industry. So we, we discover things that can be turned into products and we just, mm-hmm. we discover things, but it's super expensive. So it's always, yes. so there's always an argument about how much money to spend on NASA. And so I think NASA's budget mm-hmm. sort of shrinks and grows. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. I don't, my, I used to have my friend who passed away recently. He mm-hmm. focused, he watched all the launches. He was happy about private launches too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if Virgin, SpaceX sending stuff mm-hmm. up, he thought all the space flight stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. a large percentage of the American population, very smart people, all the way to very dumb people, who think it's a huge waste of money. And we ought to be spending that money to fix our problems here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think spiritually, there is something, we are so insignificant, unless you are an absolute evangelical Christian, Mm-hmm. or a absolute believer in a, in another religion that puts mm-hmm. human beings at the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. It's clear the universe is very, very big. And most of it yes. is, has nothing to do with us. And so right. our understanding of that universe that, that mm-hmm. we don't, it's seems like good information, even if mm-hmm. it doesn't yield new plastics or new rockets or new manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So I think Got America it. should spend more on NASA, but NASA is a huge, again, it's mm-hmm. federal it's so it's part of what it's not like little states doing this stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i think i think nasa has this problem of if you have a problem just throw money at it <laughs> yeah uh-huh. yeah well, i could say that about yeah. the entire federal government That's, sure yeah, yeah. exactly yeah exactly. because you know the mission that i told you that we went to like chandrayaan that three we went to the south pole of the moon that in total cost of 75 million dollars mm-hmm. And Russians did it at 200 million. And I think like NASA did it at 675 million dollars or something. Yeah. Well, I grew up uh, watching the launches uh, yeah. because I'm from Florida. And so we, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I was on the other coast though, but like I was watching uh, when the Challenger exploded. Mm-hmm. And I was in eighth grade when that happened. And so I've always been fascinated by what's out there because we don't know. And I agree with you, Brendan, that if we, like, we should know, like, mm-hmm. come on, we're not the center of the universe. Like, let's go see what else is out there. I think it's exciting. And even though, like, it's not my favorite thing to do, mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch all the launches. I think it's awesome that we know more. I mean, except when they call a planet a planet and then take it away and then call it a planet again and like all that, all that mm-hmm. nonsense yeah. fuck still you, salty about it i'm yeah, still just salty fuck you, about it <laughs> it's a dwarf planet it's yeah. fine tyson is the one uh, for whom you need to blame <laughs> if you ever lost the marks because of you mentioned pluto <laughs> like you know, for, yeah. for me, it was always a planet. And, and so now, mm-hmm. okay, it's a dwarf planet. That's fine, whatever. But but yeah, like, but we wouldn't know that without, yes. you know, space exploration. So mm-hmm. I think it, it's like definitely an expensive 
yeah. shopping trip yeah. that Nassau takes. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's necessary, and and I, I would it would be nice to see them have something regular again, like they did mm-hmm. when I was growing up and like knowing there was launches and, and it was exciting. It was super mm-hmm. fun to watch, even though I'm like, science is up there with math for me. Like, Oh, that's <laughs> super boring. But, but mm-hmm. like we need to be exploring and, and seeing what's out there. So I, I wish mm-hmm. they had more uh, money and, or they would like put more money towards it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the controversial part, um, I think what uh, Richard Branson and Elon Musk um, and people who talk about Mars being a place we can colonize and the moon being a place we can colonize, mm-hmm. everything off this planet, after mm-hmm. you go a few miles up, is so inhospitable and mm-hmm. hateful to human beings living. All mm-hmm. life that we mm-hmm. have here on this planet is the rest of almost everywhere else we can imagine is horrendous for that life to continue. So we have to import all these things out into space with us. It's mm-hmm. completely unfeasible. And we've got all these science fiction stories. What's going to happen mm-hmm. is we are, the rich are going to continue. There's possible. They're going to build these little colony islands someplace else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be for them. It's not going to be for us. And our mm-hmm. planet could continue to be polluted and ruined and a worse mm-hmm. place to live while the rich and government spend money to make sure a handful of people can go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, so from what we mm-hmm. can tell, this is it. This planet is it for life anywhere we can see. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, so, and, mm-hmm. and then the aliens are watching and they're like, these people can't even agree uh, on anything. I'm not even going there. Screw those people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't yeah, like all they're doing is shooting off. lasers on blue cars in Oahu. And they are not even, they're not talking to us or giving us any technology. Yeah. They're just burning our tourist sites mm-hmm. down, killing yeah. people. Yeah. So, Brendan, here is what we do. Um, you know, we both get together, we just build a rocket just in case. <laughs> Whenever she hits the fan, we just uh, run. Um, yeah, but, you know, seriously, here is what I think, right? If you look at history, every other civilization has tried to be like, at least to read space yeah, and, you know, like study cosmology, because I think that's important because at a certain point, a human being, you know, when he has developed enough brain and he's safe enough, he just looks up the sky and says, what the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah. And that curiosity will, of course, lead us to a lot of things. Um, but... You know, I, I truly believe in this saying that, you know, like the next step for human being is being interplanetary and th- then it's intergalactic. And, you know, because I am a very positive believer of saying that, you know, like Earth is too fucking small for humans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, for, for our ambitions, at least. Um, because we have lack of resources and, you know, we are kind of growing out of number. And yeah, that that's a different thing. But I think me, uh, my episode with in, with Brandon, I think we discussed that, um, you know, like why would aliens want to watch us? And, you know, my kind of thinking is we are so capable of destroying each other, yet we don't destroy each other on a regular basis. Like, um, do you know that um, a Trident sub- submarine, one Trident submarine carries 10 missiles, 10 nuclear missiles, and that one nuclear missile is 83 times powerful than Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like the uh, nuclear bombs. 83 fucking times. 
And yet your point is we have, these are all over the world and it's true. They're only controlled by a handful of countries, but they're all yeah. over the world and they have yeah. yet to shoot another one. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. it, it, it somehow looks like, you know, we, we always resist to destroy each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what the aliens are saying. They're like, yes. they're just, just let them have it. They're just going to destroy each other anyway. We'll take the planet. <laughs> yeah, when I think done. they're hoping to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, like, I think Elon, like, said, like, you know, if you want to uh, colonize Mars, you better start bombing it. Um, <laughs> and I, th I think that's why United States is very interested in Elon. They are like, you will push our, you know, arms industry further. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where we can just mint more fucking money. So, yeah, all the best to you. <laughs> It is yeah. interesting. We build all these weapons. Mm -hmm. You're um, maybe there's some inhuman beings, even though we are very aggressive and we get angry and we're tribal. There seems to be some level of biophilia in all human beings where that they love. There's something about things that are alive in some way, love life or have mm -hmm. an affinity for life. At least we do. So then we're just less inclined to like, it feels bad to like, well, I hate those people, but yeah. what does it mean to bomb that place? How much does it kill and how uninhabitable does it make it? How terrible is that to kill all that life in that one splash? Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's very few people who will do that. And in fact, like the final solution with Hitler had to work out, make this an efficient machine so that people didn't think so much about how many people were killing and the people were killing. We can mm -hmm. make this a more efficient bureaucratic machine to get this done. You mm -hmm. got to spend a lot of time convincing people this is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, famously, the the people who would uh, the start of the final solution was getting infantrymen in in the German army would just go into villages and the march people out and they would just shoot them just lines of people and dump them in a big hole mm -hmm. and those infantrymen got tired of that so even though they hated the Jews mm -hmm. they didn't mind killing the people yeah. killing people constantly wore these soldiers down and started messing with their brains. So they had to rotate those groups out. Eventually they decided we got to have a better way to do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we do, we don't want to kill it. We don't really want to kill everybody. We like life, even the people that don't think about it. So maybe that's what's saving us. And you also see those inspirational stories about an American or a Russian <clears throat> where mm -hmm. there was a messed up order. And yeah. the, so far all the captains on those submarines mm -hmm. and in those bases yes. have chosen not to turn the keys. Not, They're yeah. like, I want a double confirmation. I'm refusing to do this. Even though this mm -hmm. is a lawful order, I'm not sure <clears throat> I'm going to hold off. Yeah. That yeah, is as humans, so, yeah. we don't, we don't mm -hmm. want to do that. We don't want to hurt others. Yeah. And when we do, it's out of anger or like a, a, some wire in our brain or whatever. But it's like you said, they, they need that double confirmation because they know it's wrong. It feels wrong. Not that it's mm -hmm. wrong, like, oh, you're wrong, moral wrong. Mm, but because yeah. it feels wrong. And as humans, we have that innate knowing mm -hmm. of what's right and wrong within us. Here is like a rumor story. Like, it's not like totally true. Like, no one can confirm it. Um, mm -hmm. Back in 2018 or 17, when there was like tension between North Korea and Japan, um, you know, like when they were like just fucking shooting missiles at each other, just in the border. Saying, yeah, they were like, look how far my missile can go. Yeah, look how yeah. far my missile can go. <laughs> so there was apparently this one particular engineer who was like, uh, whose whole family was like hung, like killed in North Korea. And that guy was like responsible for the nuclear arsenal. And he was asked to um, you know, like shoot up missiles. 
yeah. towards Japan, and he was like, "No, fuck you! Like, I, I am not going to do that." Mm-hmm. And you know, like, of, of course, the dictator, the god himself, got <laughs> yeah, um, you know, angry, and he was like, "Yeah, that- so your family does not exist, <laughs> kind of." Oh God, yeah. yeah. Off yeah. with his head, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. off with his head. Yeah. Um, yeah, but do you do you guys think like this kind of you know like not want to like destroying each other do you think it comes from our inability to understand chaos like when 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 situations get complex human brain in a kind of just shuts down it doesn't understand like what is going to happen do you think that kind of has stopped us from killing each other Mm, interesting it's a good question uh i think it goes back to what i just said the that innate uh feeling of right and wrong and and yeah like we're not meant for chaos our brains aren't meant for that like Mm -hmm. this is why it feels confusing and scary and we don't know what to do and we you know and when we're surrounded by chaos and and so yeah i think definitely that this may be why we we haven't killed each other yet (laughs) and and i'm hopeful that that people's a sense of, of right and wrong and what feels best for them, like the fictional or not fictional uh, man you were just talking about, mm-hmm. like, because we want life. Like, this is what we we really want. And this is deep down inside, even all those unhappy, miserable people that I want to die. No, mm-hmm. they don't. Or they would already be dead. They yeah. really, they want a reason to live. And, yeah. and yeah. so... Uh, not hurting other people. Mm-hmm. Some people use that as a reason to live. Like I <laughs> want to help others and I will love people and I want to see them thrive. And my, my personal passion and mission is to help people reach their goals. And so I, as a positive person, like I think, and I believe that there's other people out there like me and there's so many of us, they just maybe not as vocal about it as I am. Mm-hmm. That, that That's why we haven't, uh, killed each other off by now um i see i agree with that but i see and i see the possibility uh ganesh you're talking about we Mm -hmm. my mom taught when i talk to my mom about this stuff we really kind of keep winding back to this problem of we human beings whatever this consciousness is and Mm -hmm. we are in 2023 yeah and scientists and philosophers still don't understand what consciousness is, where it comes from, how it's developed. They have theories, lots of neurological theories, scientific theories, and philosophical theories about how are we awake? What does it Mm. mean for us to be aware? But what we do know is we have the experience, all of us, of knowing that, Mm. at least you should, you do not understand most of what's going on. So no matter what you have command or control of, so mm-hmm. your command in a command of a giant army, you don't know what's going to happen really if you make this huge decision to go invade that country. You've got to guess or when mm-hmm. you launch this bomb. Again, yeah. the big thing is we can launch the bomb and nothing could happen to us. Or we could launch mm-hmm. the bomb and then their allies ally will decide to bomb us. We just it's so big. That's why mm-hmm. I think we look up at the sky and we're curious, but there's also this thing <clears throat> there's this word in Hebrew Mm -hmm. awe awe and fear are the same word you're raw so thinking something is awesome we think it's like totally cool but thinking something is awesome is when you're looking at something that is so big you cannot fully comprehend it and it creates not just a sense of 
You might have some joy. You might have some gratitude. You might have excitement at looking at it. It is a sense of fear. This is so big. I can't comprehend it. That's what we're faced with now. The universe is so big. We don't know how it started. We don't understand what all this dark matter and dark energy is. We don't know how everything works. We think we do. So really, humility. Having not just love for the things, so having good intentions, but also humility about what do I actually know about this? So you're right. That could very well stab off. Some people didn't turn the key because in their mind, they're like, this is such a big decision. It it breaks the shell of my conscience. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- I, I agree with that, actually. Yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, because I felt like that in my own little world, like certain mm-hmm. decisions or things, that's way too big Yeah, uh, yeah. past what I can think or imagine or see. So I, I can't, I just can't do it. I, I and automatically want to shut down uh, mm-hmm. myself, my brain, my body, because like, I cannot process that. It's too, too far outside of my, of the scope, my scope of thinking or believing. So that makes total sense. Thanks, Brendan. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> well, is that what you were, is Ganesh, is that what you were getting at? Like not yes. just love of things, but also like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. That freaks me out. I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just my team brain thinking because whenever you see like a very complex mathematics problem, you say, fuck it, I'm going to do something else. <laughs> same. It's the same. Yeah. It's, a, it's the same brain that says this, you know, like particular problem is way too big for my fucking you know like brain so let like, just yes. fuck it you know it is so similar to that um uh, leonardo dicaprio's movie don't look up you know <laughs> where he tries to fucking save the planet but he realizes fuck this like <laughs> these people are hopeless yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. can't turn the yes. ship that fast yeah. Yeah. yeah so he just like gives up <laughs> yeah. i think yeah i yeah like that do these are the things like that I genuinely like think about a lot of times. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think people like society needs people like us who are able to think at least, <laughs> um, you know, who have a stable processor in their brains where they're able to take data and at least interpret it to some level. So that's interesting. I, I, I'm not sure. So Mm -hmm. I hear Cynthia saying she has agency and she's hopeful and positive that she's Mm -hmm. making a difference. And so she's taking her sophisticated, intelligent brain and she's rationally making decisions and feeling Mm -hmm. like she has agency. And I always fall. I I, maybe I'm, I think I bounce off the extremes. The other side Mm -hmm. is I just feel like there's again, like we're talking about Trump or big politics. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any control over that. So don't get so upset about that. But really, I don't have control about if you sit down and think about it, Mm -hmm. it's reasonable for a person to to take away. I don't have control over anything. Now, it's incredibly corrosive to your psyche to believe that. Uh, But it's easy and true to believe that. And so it's hard to push back against that when somebody says, well, you can't do anything about that. Or, you know, look at the other times it didn't work. Like, it's easy for your brain. That's a reasonable argument to make. I I probably can't do it. This probably mm-hmm. isn't going to happen. Yeah, it's hard to be in balance there. That's true. That's a really that's a really good point. It's fair. And I spent so long on that side too. Uh, <laughs> I have no control, and I hate everyone, and I hate everything because I'm un, you know I have no control over anything in my life. Uh, to the opposite of where like I'm in control of everything. I take 
responsibility for the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, everything um, because of that, because I spent so long in that dark place. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a really mm -hmm. good uh, point. So thanks. Yeah. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like all accidental discoveries that we're making here. <laughs> That's great. That's the best kind, no? Yeah. Oh, but I did want to say I am negative about, I personally, on some personal mm -hmm. level, some intuitive emotional level, believe that every human being needs to be doing what Cynthia's, they need to be thinking about their emotions, their triggers. They need to be thinking about their biases and how basically trying to figure out how when you were a kid and your mm -hmm. genes, how did those mix together to create this personality of yours? And then to figure out what is the most skillful way and the kindest way you can manifest that personality in the world. But looking around at the world, I see people who are very morally good and effective who do zero self-reflection and they do zero reading and they don't want to think about these big things, but they're very good at what they do and yeah. only good sprouts from what they're doing. And so I don't always think that self being self-reflective and thoughtful and some people seem to get by and do far more than I do and are far more effective and do far more good in the world than I ever do because mm -hmm. I think so much like, so maybe it's not so good to think so much and maybe it's not so good to yes. talk about this mm -hmm. stuff. I like to do yeah. it. It's fun for me. Maybe it's that mm -hmm. diversity. Like it's good to have all kinds of people. And so we're one kind of people. There's another kind of people that are good to have there too. So I'm going to get a little woo woo there for a second, because I think those people that you just described, they've mm -hmm. had so many lifetimes where they were like that, where they were thinking so much. And then they're in this lifetime where they don't have to anymore. They've reached that level of enlightenment where that yeah. in this lifetime, like they're past all that. They, they mm -hmm. born and they came to the age they are and they just know mm -hmm. they just, they don't need to think the way you or I do because they're way past that. And they spent years, uh, in or you know, lifetimes in pain or suffering to get to mm -hmm. that point. So, and we don't, I always say, I, I wish we all had like a number above our head that tells us which lifetime we're on. So mm -hmm. that I know like, oh, you're in pain and you're a hateful person and you're saying mean things to me, but you're only on your second lifetime. So you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. And, and I might be on my fifth or sixth. So I'm a little mm -hmm. bit more advanced. You know, uh, because yeah. I think I think that matters, but you know that yeah. depends on if you believe in that stuff or not. Mm -hmm. So, but Cynthia, it's, I think you're giving like way too much credit for humans. I think some people <laughs> are just like chimps like me, like they don't understand shit. <laughs> My friend calls them. And Fair <laughs> when we're talking about this politics stuff, where people are getting spun up, and you can see that they're upsetting themselves and other people, mm -hmm. and you think it's a waste of time, and the wool's being pulled over their eyes, and it's a bunch of illusion they're playing into. He calls them normies. And so yeah. <laughs> I like Cynthia's attitude better, which is the people who sort of shoot along and they don't mm -hmm. seem to have any problems. Maybe they have been, maybe they are more enlightened, but then you can see other people, as you said, where it's anger. And like, I think you're mm -hmm. maybe two reincarnations out of a tapeworm. Like yeah. you, some people also, here's, it probably comes down to open-mindedness. I'm not asking yes. for people to be intelligent. I'm asking for people to be able to talk to another person yes. and be open-minded. Yes. You don't have to Thank agree you. with them. You don't have to understand their argument, but you have to sit there and be willing to listen and try to. Mm -hmm. Yes. And ask some questions. Yeah. If you're mad, ask why, why is this upsetting you or hey why how did you come to that conclusion or like ask deeper questions if you don't understand someone's point of view ask why how 
went like this is what i want more people to do like and i think conversations would go way better and and people could understand each other better if they ask why do you think i think this? um <laughs> yes <laughs> like she's back sorry yep Hello? sorry you got disconnected for some oh. reason oh did i okay yeah, I, oh, I think oh. I think you were like being too much like philosophical, so serious. <laughs> you warned us the government was going to shut us down. Yeah, I, you just did, you down did. I got warned. Yeah. My bad, oh, my, my bad. Okay. Yeah, you live in Trudeau uh, country now. I, true. I was saying that if more people ask questions, mm -hmm. uh, like, why do you feel this way? Or why is this angering me? Or like, even to someone else, uh, if you have a difference of opinion, how did you come to to think this why do you believe this to kind of understand on a deeper level not just uh assuming you know why or hating that person because there's a difference of opinion i think this world would be a much better happier place if we all ask questions of each other and ourselves i think that's exactly right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah or 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 you know we are just ignorant and we just the world is just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're so one or the other. Just, yes, there you go. You're so yeah. pilled. <laughs> but well, you I guess I'm, I'm pink pilled, and I see I want everything to be like positive and lovely and happy. So, <laughs> yeah, this is where I think religions that encourage us, like there are things we don't. This is why I like Buddhism so much because it focuses really hyper focuses on you are an individual ego, and you're fixated on pushing away things you don't like and bringing things you do like closer to you. Mm -hmm. So the question is not getting rid of those things and that reaction. It's just as Cynthia is saying, it's asking yourself over time, investigating why is that aversion to that bad thing or mm -hmm. that lust for that good thing? Why are they there? What are they doing? What do they feel like? Mm -hmm. So that you know they're real. You're really having those emotions, but you can act better in mm -hmm. the moment, if you've thought about those things in advance, I'm a person who hates this. I'm a person who loves this. <laughs> Most people stop there and they don't ask just as why? you said a number of times. Yeah. Why? So that there's some space between the mm -hmm. feeling and the impulse and the doing and the decision and the belief. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, they want to feel their feelings and then they want that that to be everyone else to to feel <laughs> yeah. that feeling too like i'm sad and depressed so i want all of you to feel that too and feel sorry for me but no why what you can change your feel you're a hundred percent in control of your emotions your thoughts and your actions there's not some computer like controlling you and your thoughts and i mean you know at least for my pink-filled self. I don't the think normies so. are, because it's easier, human beings, here's the other thing, our brains are programmed to create, here's a complicated word, heuristics. If A happens, I do B. If A happens, I do B. If oh, I yeah, see yeah. C happen, it means D caused it. If I see C happen, yeah. it means D caused it. So stereotypes, we are absolutely built to just assume things are true so that we can live our lives. And then, then that spreads, not just from, I know the sun's going to come up and I know my mom loves me. Then it stretches out to, I know Trump is evil. And I know right. anyone who lives yes. in Kansas is bad. And I know whatever <laughs> they decide, these stereotypes, they decide and like, ah, right. That decision, the, it is good to get rid of your decision trees. You have to do it, but you yeah. probably shouldn't make a habit of doing that all day, every day. You've got to mm -hmm. question that stuff. Exactly question everything 
but here is that. a question that a normie would ask what's in it for me <laughs> like what do i gain yeah you gain more intelligence you gain self-awareness and knowledge about yourself and what's better than to have knowledge of who you are within you yeah uh, you know for me that's like the ultimate but you know i was a normie for a long time and i resonated with that so i also felt the same way like what's in it mm -hmm. for me to improve and be better like psh. but so, and then I, can... I got to a point where i hated it though it, it, yeah. it come you get to a point where you hate who you are because mm -hmm. you're not changing and growing and if you're not changing and growing you're dying Cynthia's answer is correct. Ganesha's question is is right. And the problem is some people who ask Ganesha's question will not accept Cynthia's answer. And it's because oh, probably he said something to woke now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ganesha's question was <laughs> right. Now it's right. his turn. Yeah, now it's his turn now. <laughs> Ganesha's question was right. Cynthia's answer was right. The problem is some people won't accept that. I see this. I went on Twitter and there's a guy who's mm -hmm. on Twitter and he sells people on, he can market them on Twitter. So his whole gig is he's telling you things to show that he can get engagement on Twitter, mm -hmm. but he's called old books. And so, mm -hmm. but his reason to read old books and learn history is mm -hmm. sort of the reason that somebody plays like, get good, man. So his example of the bell curve is like, most people are stuck on this side of the bell curve. And his example on the other bell curve is, you wanna be Elon Musk, you wanna be Napoleon. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, you don't. Elon Musk and Napoleon are, were and are terrible people who are fixated <laughs> on wealth, material yeah. status. Napoleon tried to conquer countries because he thought he should be emperor. Yeah. He's not a good person. I don't want to be Napoleon, but this is a person who takes, you're going to ask questions. You're going to be reflective in order to get good. You're going to get mm -hmm. more money and be more powerful and more yeah. women are going to like you and your kids mm -hmm. are going to have more wealth. So basically kind of an understandably primal, primal thinking of what am I here for? I'm here to be successful. Mm -hmm. I think maybe I'm, I'm getting this vibe off Cynthia, much more spiritually aware thinking it's not just material wealth. It's not just oh, my yeah. kids are healthy. It's also, we're supposed to be putting out good energy into the universe. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be having a higher spiritual mindedness about these mm -hmm. things. And some people who ask the question, what's in it for me? I can't give them an answer because wanting spiritual growth, mm -hmm. that has to happen on you. You're yes. going to decide when you, you could join a religion and spend your entire life in a religion acting like you're doing spiritual growth and you're not, you're doing, they call it spiritual bypass where mm -hmm. they take all their material focus and they make it, I'm, I'm going to get good at this religion. And most of the mm -hmm. religions are like, that's also not the point. The point is mm -hmm. not to rise in the religion. The point is to become, to change your mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I want to be wealthy and help right. lots of people, but, 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 but my spiritual growth and my personal growth comes before any of that. Like yeah. mm -hmm. the reason I want to be wealthy is to help people like I, so that mm -hmm. I have more to give. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and to have nice things too, you know, I grew up poor and, and that sucked, mm -hmm. but really, uh, like you said to me, like being a better person for myself so that I like who I am. I hated mm -hmm. myself for so many years because I wasn't that person. I hated everyone and everything. And now 
I wake up and I'm so grateful for the day. I'm grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful I'm could, I could be here on the podcast and have a great conversation with you guys. And like, to me, those things uh, are more important right mm-hmm. now than anything else. Improving myself and being the best version I can. But somebody who's stuck like the where I was, like the normies, like you said, they really don't understand that. They don't mm-hmm. understand that because I hate my life and life sucks. So who cares? Like mm-hmm. they, they can't yeah. pass that. So yeah. Yeah. Here yeah. is like my argument to that, okay. just to rile you guys up. Sure. Um, <laughs> you know, th- th- there was an OnlyFans model on a news channel um, where she was asked on the morality all of of all you know like what she was doing. Um, she famously said that my grandkids can fr- can cry in a Ferrari. Oh, I saw. Oh, that I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, all of us are in the loop. Uh, so the weird, and so my response to that—that's a. She's not wrong in that. Right. Part of your responsibility as a human being is to, is to fulfill your duties. If you have children, then you have you have a duty to those children. Now, that Ferrari may make mm-hmm. your children may make your child a bad person. So in other mm-hmm. words, you are building up mm-hmm. all this wealth. That is no guarantee that at the end of the day, that kid is going to reap positive energy throughout their life. Just the fact mm-hmm. that that kid's going to stay alive five years longer because they're wealthier. Is that the point of life? Is longevity mm-hmm. the point of life? If that kid is a shitty no. person, but as mm-hmm. a Ferrari, because you did this mm-hmm. only fans, the yeah. kid's embarrassed about you and embarrassed about <laughs> yes. how they came up, but they've yeah. got money. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a trade that is a complicated little moral economy to sort out. And she's not mm-hmm. in control of that. She's going to have to make decisions like Cynthia but, was talking about. You're going to have to make yeah. decisions in the moment. Mm-hmm. I hope they're the best. But don't you think that's a very like very safe corner to hide in? Yes. Money? Wait, my corner or her corner? <laughs> yeah, which... corner. Her so, corner is uh... the easy one. It earns me money. <laughs> and if people tell me money yeah. is important. That's yeah. the yeah. You know, just, just any corner, so, like, you know, like, I, uh, sorry, like, I see, like, here people talk about, um, you know, good deeds and bad deeds and all these things. And I feel like people who talk like that are just, like, hiding in a corner because it makes them easy and kind of lazy because they're like, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to be competitive because that's a bad thing. And I'm like, in it's, it's not because it's a bad thing. It's just because you're, you're just lazy. Well, good and bad are just story contracts anyway because mm-hmm. what's good yeah. for one person is is bad for another so uh but i understand what, what you're saying and uh mm-hmm. to go back to well say to the only fans girls so i worked with only fans girls uh my mm-hmm. partner and i we help them build their uh their brands and we help them make more money and uh and i love them i think they're wonderful there's a lot of mm-hmm. women out there that are amazing beautiful people and they start that business uh, with the intention of using what their natural gifts are mm-hmm. uh, to make money. And what that girl said, she she was right. Like, great, her kids are going to have money and grow up in a Ferrari. But there's a lot of uh, things that are the negative side because if she're, she's focused solely on, on making the money but mm-hmm. not being a better person, so that's going to probably rub off on her children as well. And there'll be hateful turds who are running people over in that Ferrari and not caring, you know? And uh, Mm -hmm. so like, it's, it's, I think it, it comes down to, you know, some people could say, 
oh, OnlyFans is an easy way to make money, but it's really not. It's still a business like everything else. And you have to market yourself mm-hmm. and you have to uh, promote yourself. And it's the same exact thing as any other business. It's just naked. There's mm-hmm. only difference. Yeah. It's just naked. <laughs> um, and, and you can be good or bad, uh, you know, in quotes, good or bad. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what you do, like you okay. could be an OnlyFans. There's a, there's a bunch of OnlyFans models out there that have given all their money to their parents because they grew up poor. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a woman who bought a, whose parents kicked her out of their house for being an OnlyFans model. And she turned around and bought her parents a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, it depends what you're going to use your things for. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if I so answered he, your question. He, here is like a kind of <laughs> counter question. Um, because, um, you know, you both, you both mentioned like, okay, you know, his, her grandson might have a Ferrari driving, but he might be a terrible fucking like person. Right. Right. But what if that person said like, you know, like that's not really in my control. Like I could be good all my life and my son or my daughter would just turn out to be a piece of shit. Um, yeah, like, what would you say to that? Like, um, because if you look at Hitler, like, you know, like <laughs> out of nowhere, he just, he just came up, you know, like, so the only guys, issue with, here I am, I think the only issue with only fans is really whether a traditional value of, uh, whether you have a traditional value of modesty or you don't. So what mm-hmm. I would say is when you watch these jackasses with tight shirts, and tight pants ask bring a bunch of women onto these videos um mm. and to you know attack them for mm-hmm. their body count and attack them for mm-hmm. being on only fans what they're really doing is like a really obnoxious <clears throat> negative version of asking the values question mm-hmm. do you who do you show your naked body to that's what we're asking is there anything special about being <laughs> modest about your body the answer may be mm-hmm. zero and in which case yeah. your body is a commodity mm-hmm. but the question is is that's what religions and that's what society's asking itself all the time is your body a commodity or is your body special and should only be shared with certain people or is it something you can sell and it won't have any repercussions down the road so you can do anything you want with your body you can show mm-hmm. it to anyone and do anything <laughs> you want with it and then down the road there you expect that everyone will be okay with that well some people mm-hmm. who have who who cherish a value of modesty Mm-hmm. are going to say, I'm not going to date her because she shows mm-hmm. her naked body to everybody. And that's yes. okay. It's really the question of that OnlyFans girl, mm-hmm. where does she put modesty? Is it high or yeah. low on her list? If it's high on her list, she's deluding herself. And that's mm-hmm. what these jerks do. They get these women to get on. Un- these women get uncomfortable because they didn't ask themselves, am mm-hmm. I okay with the repercussions of what I'm doing now later mm-hmm. on down the road? Is that okay with my values? And they get hit with that. And that's what we watch on those videos. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree. And plus, when you're like, you know, if I think back to when I was that age of 20, 22, 25, I didn't think that anything I did would matter. Mm-hmm. Like went later in my life. Yes, I was definitely. like, you know, who thinks that? Like most, most yeah. people, most people at that age, then whenever they choose any of that stuff, anything, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether it's what well, for me, it was drugs. Uh, and so I didn't think it meant, oh, I'm just going to snort a bunch of lines tonight and it won't matter. Like, psh, you know, I didn't think about that. I would be shooting heroin five years later. Like mm-hmm. I, that was never in my mind. Uh, and same for these girls. Like they don't, 
think really much past, not all of them, right. uh, uh, you know, because I worked with a woman who, who was a grandmother and who was had an OnlyFans. And mm-hmm. uh, all she thought about was my brick and mortar stores closing. Uh, I'm about to be bankrupt and I need money. Yeah. You know, and so I have nice boobs and I'm going to show them off. And and so that breaking was breaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> break bad. Breaking bad only fans version. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, uh and and mm-hmm. just side things she didn't put in the work and she didn't treat it like a job and her brick and mortar failed and her only fans failed because she didn't want to learn the root cause of why she mm-hmm. failed. She didn't yeah. wasn't interested in and she didn't understand how the two combined, you know, mm-hmm. how they connected. And yeah. so, yeah, when when we're when we're doing things, not maybe not the three of us, hopefully, but a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people out there, they make decisions and they never think. Mm-hmm. Well, my camera's long... off because I'm actually naked streaming right now to my only <laughs> Yeah. And hey, naked and then we get a cut. <laughs> we get a cut of that That's five dollars you're getting. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so but so many people they mm-hmm. just don't think of the long term consequences of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you know, regardless the, the big and important things like mm-hmm. showing your body and modesty. Or like, you know, hitting snooze 50 times in a, in the morning. Like <laughs> yes. everything has a consequence. These are, I call yeah. them deadly dominoes. So, because mm-hmm. one thing that you start with one thing and you mm-hmm. don't change it. And so then everything else just goes to shit. So. so do you think like the Western society itself kind of pampers and protects people from understanding consequences? Like right from day one? Um, because um, you know, yeah. like there, there is like no correlation between action and reaction. I think in certain households where the kid could be a fucking asshole and you know, all the, you know, like the parents would say is, you know, please don't do that. And these are the parents I want to smack in the head or smack their heads mm-hmm. together. Like the three stooges, because those kids get zero consequence. I was watching something the other day. It was a TV show, and and they. Mm-hmm. Oh no no! I was at the grocery, and these two kids were talking. Oh, when I yelled at my mom and blah blah blah, she didn't care. And in my head, I said, I would have beat your ass, <laughs> and that's the rest your problem because you're like you know. I say it. I I didn't like abuse my mm-hmm. children, but uh, <laughs> they definitely were not talking back to me and telling me to shut up. So uh-huh. yeah. uh, maybe my son now, because he's 16 and he thinks he's all that, but uh, my my two girls are grown and stuff. And, and so if there's, if we teach people, there's no consequences, mm-hmm. then, they, then they don't think there are. And that's the problem. Yeah. And so I think that this, too many people have been taught that there's only consequences for like rape and murder and abuse and everything else is okay. Yeah. Yeah, Brendan, what's your take on it? Like uh, hot take. So, uh, well, my hot take, when it comes to, it's hard to say, every country is different. And so mm-hmm. in America, America has these two strands. One is a high focus on personal liberty. And the other mm-hmm. is the fact that we are a puritanical country. And the Puritans yes. were not about liberty. So on yeah. one side, you have political liberals who believe that freedom was important. and We need to have freedom. And people individually are going to make their choices. And as long as, you know, your right to swing your fist ends with my nose kind of thing, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. 
The other side is Puritans who preach severe responsibility. Your responsibility is to the God and this community. Who gives a shit what you want out of this life? It doesn't matter. Mm. These two things were formative for us. The Puritans came here and formed this country socially and culturally. And then the political liberals came here and formed this country kind of in absolute opposite to that, except Mm -hmm. they all got freedom of religion. So the Puritans got their freedom of religion and the liberals got their freedom. So -hmm. people are confused about this. And as religion disappears, I'm not a fan of secular. I think a lot of people who are, I think you can be an atheist and be moral. There's no question, Mm -hmm. but you cannot be moral without asking yourself deeply about these questions Mm -hmm. about what are your values and why do you hold these values? So religion encourages you to do that. It also indoctrinates people and tries to shove those values into their brain, but it also encourages you to ask and think about these questions. When you go to service, they talk about morality. When you walk around your regular day-to-day, nobody wants to talk about morality. They say they are. They're not really digging deep. So religion's helpful that way. So in America, we're confused. And when it comes to, I don't know, the helicopter parenting of obsessive focusing (laughs) on the kids and then also Mm -hmm. being very permissive and... We just, yeah, the parenting in this country went too far to all liberty and no responsibility. So we have this extended adolescence. I heard somebody talking about a 21-year-old as a kid, and it is true. A 21-year-old male, true, they haven't fully formed their brain yet. But by all intents and purposes, anywhere around the world, a Mm 21-year-old is an adult and is making adult decisions and will bear adult consequences. So even though they look young, and they think they're young because they're in this extended adolescence in childhood in college, you were an adult. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. adult part of being an adult that I think is great that people don't like, it carries with it responsibility. So when you're a kid, you have no responsibility. You are worthless, except to your parents who love you. <laughs> when you become an adult, <laughs> you take on a mantle of responsibility. So your decisions yeah. count and you get to mm-hmm. help other people now. Kids, I love kids. They're wonderful little formative little beings. I love them, but they don't, they're going to grow up and they're going to find out they have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have to, oh, this adulting is really hard. Adulting is really hard. Adulting is not, life is hard. Across Uh the board, life is hard. Adulting is hard because now you have to do work you don't want to do, but it also means you get to take on responsibility and help yourself and other people. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but that's on the parents too to teach them sure. responsibility as they get older. And unfortunately, uh, they're not for some weird reason. Like I, I've been, I my first job was at twelve, and I my mother taught me how to do laundry. Just like there's no uh, slaves in this house, you kind of have to <laughs> contribute and learn how to do all this stuff. Because I, she was working three jobs, and if she, if she wasn't around, I had to do it. Right. Uh, if you want clean clothes, kids. you're going to have to clean yep. them. Yep. Yeah. And and I did the same. I taught my kids uh, mm-hmm. how, how to be responsible to a point. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think with each child, they got a little bit lazier. But, but still, the overall point was <laughs> they knew as they got older, there would be more responsibility. And I think this mm-hmm. is the problem that so many parents, they just, uh, they, these kids turn, like you said, 21. And they're like, oh, I'm a grown up. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I have to like do stuff now. What? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. is it Ganesh? Were you leading us? Did you want to talk about one thing that I think is better about places that are? So some places still employ, and we talked about mm-hmm. this when it comes to traffic in your country. Yeah. yeah. Some places still employ. <laughs> we employ um canceling in this country. So 
if you do something that the world doesn't like, you will have your life ruined. But mm -hmm. as far as people in public kind of shaming other people and those yeah. people taking that shame and saying, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. those people recognize we don't social shame as much in this country anymore. We're kind of a live and let live. And so when you see people misbehaving, you're mm -hmm. supposed to leave it alone. You're not supposed to parent somebody else's kids. You're not supposed to tell somebody they're being inappropriate or a bad mm -hmm. person. People yeah, we around only do you it behind it the screen. Correct. We do it behind <laughs> the screen and then we yeah. destroy people's lives. So they make a yeah. little mistake and it mm -hmm. has huge yeah. consequences as opposed to what should happen is you make a little mistake in public yeah. and someone sh wags their finger at you appropriately yeah. and you feel mm -hmm. some appropriate yeah. level of shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that's kind of weird because in India, if you, if you do a public mistake, you, you know, that kind of hurts. <laughs> <laughs> see you know physically <laughs> and also oh, mentally sometimes. You, right? <laughs> yeah that threat is always there um yeah because now we are seeing this woke parents coming up who say <laughs> um you know like you don't get to tell your children what to do i'm like that's exactly what's your responsibility <laughs> exactly yeah it's yeah. like being elected as a president of a country and you say you know what like I will not tell what the country to do. Country will you know, run on itself. Yeah. yeah. And if country ran, ran on itself, first of all, that position of US would not exist. <laughs> so in India, but, like that's the thing. Yeah. That well, that's that's how it should be, kind of. I mean, it'd be nice yeah. to see that more in the States. When my kids were little, I used to tell them this is Cuba and I am the dictator and there is no democracy in this house. When yes, you walk through that yes. door, yeah. the democracy stops. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In, in my house, they used to say like the day you start to earn is the day you get to, you, you get the vote, like you get to vote on what yeah. should happen right. until then. Just shut the fuck up, dude. You are just here. <laughs> you are an illegal citizen. You're just here. Just in yes. your life, you know, like undocumented. Oh, I wish I had said that to my kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this idea. You don't understand until you start earning money and contributing yeah. to the household, you need to fly under the radar. Cause we can, I, we can, the, we, I am border patrol, you know, yes. like the yes. big threat parents, a mom will say yeah. to her kid, I brought you into this world and I swear to God, I can take you out. So that's the same <laughs> yep. thing your parents are basically doing. Yeah. You yeah. are here by the, our grace. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. like, it's like, yeah, in India, that's the thing. Like, you know, parents should be like, I, I'm the cop and I'm the jailer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you better behave because I get to decide what happens and I am the one who is executing all the decisions. Some of so, these woke parents could learn that lesson. They, mm -hmm, they, it'd yeah. be really nice. The but, only uh, thing in India is like, um, you know, you cannot work until you're 18. Okay, like, okay. of course, of, you know, like labor, child labor. Um, <laughs> but you know, of course there are, uh, in a ways that people just work. And can you work in your family business in India? Like yes. if your family owns a corner store, you can work in the corner store or you, can you have to like sit. The, yeah. the yeah. day you, you can even like start to sit <laughs> properly as a kid, you, you you are there, you are in the shop. Like if your dad owns like a grocery store, yep. like you are there. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like great it labor. It's great. I had an eBay business when my kids were younger and they did all, they weighed the stuff. They ran to the post office. Mm -hmm. They picked stuff up for me. They like, gosh. oh, one day my son was like, are you going to pay me? I said, no. No. <laughs> Yes, yes. Are you going to do it? Because, yes. Uh -huh. And he still yeah. did it. Like, <laughs> pay. Because my father about? also, like, had businesses. 
so yeah. he would get me to um, you know count cash and that was like very like you know wonderla for me i'm like oh my god i'm so rich <laughs> <laughs> and you know he would give me coins to uh, you know like mountains and you know count it it's not like your notes so oh, i was yeah, like oh my yeah. god i got so much money you're rich and i'm rich then, yeah then it would like it's mine <laughs> there is um yeah. kids are not encouraged as much this is a problem with middle class to upper class in america the things you're talking about are teaching your kids your kids are doing kid versions yeah. of adult activities and that used yes. to be the thing you would your you would be model you would be doing things your parents did but now as parents mm-hmm. many parents become more white collar yeah. they've they don't have a business they're not on a business or a farm so the kids aren't there so the kids don't get to see stuff so the kids don't staple stuff and like yeah. type yeah. this out or like put this mm-hmm. out in the room they're just not there so kids and parents are separated so this modeling where you would have your kids involved with your adult things only doing kid versions i just yeah. think it happens less and less as people become as their home and work life gets separated more yes Agreed. and also i think like today's parents care about their children too much yeah because you know i, I 100% I agree I because too. when i was a kid like there was no like mobile phones like right. if you left house like if you did not come back to the house at certain times you know like they might like he might be dead like i don't know <laughs> yeah. i don't come back or he won't i had to be home when uh, at five o'clock and mm-hmm. my mom worked three jobs so she wasn't home and she was she called every day at five o'clock and if i didn't answer the phone boy i was in a lot of trouble and i and i followed the rules i was always home and like other people my other friends would like make fun of me or they'd be like come out after she calls no i'm not to be home and yeah. like that's how it goes man that's a risk you don't take yeah no 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 yeah uh but yeah so you guys it's been like two and a half hours and i need yes. to eat and <laughs> i'm going to i was going to like just uh, slowly creep towards it um so anyways uh, it's been a long episode and i understand that for both of you it's like morning and i am here like toasty afternoon um <laughs> yeah so from from the waist up i'm dressed and i have makeup but from the waist down i have my pajamas on still so. <laughs> yeah as you should it, yeah it's the same it's the same wherever you go it doesn't yeah. matter um yeah so this is that like 25th episode of the sapient and we have had great responses and also like just that kind of momentum that we are building slowly now and we are reaching 1000 plus downloads every episode so that's Good kind for of you. yeah my audience showing you know like okay you you better be controversial otherwise we won't listen to you <laughs> I think we gave them so, some stuff today. So that's Oh my good. god. Yeah, yeah, we gave them a lot of it today. So for my listeners, thank you very much if you have made it to this part of the episode and until the next episode, take care. Thank you.